Good evening, and welcome back to begin our alien live play here on Q Times with the Streampunks. Uh, happy to be here with you this evening for our first from last episode of the season. It's a big one tonight, folks. So we're going to dive into it. But before we do, obviously, we have a few announcements. I uh, wanted to start off, of course, as always, thanking our sponsor, Demiplane, for what has turned out to be a wonderful season of horror, character exploration, uh, exploration space, all the goodness. And thank you so much for making this possible, Demiplane. And if you are interested, please go check out the Demiplane uh, Alien Nexus. They are putting up all sorts of stuff up there right now, including, I just want to point out, Pathfinder. They have got a huge, if not, I think, all the Pathfinder books now available on Demiplane Nexus. So if you want to go wild, do that. They've also got the upcoming stuff that are going to incorporate dice rollers and whatnot and a community that you can connect with to run games online. So check it out. It's pretty rad. Um, tonight, we are going to be doing two giveaway codes. Two giveaway codes tonight for the Colonial Marines Operations Manual during the break. So stick around and uh, for your chance to win one of those operation manuals for the Alien RPG. Uh, that is the only announcement I have I'm going to turn things over to Admiral Pearl and uh, for our next big announcement. Yeah, so uh, if you were on the internet and you follow any of us here, you may have noticed that we announced our cast for Clear Skies Perseverance. And it includes these lovely faces, mm -hmm. plus Danielle Radford, Bonnie Gordon, and Jade Law. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy with with just like this cast and uh, we're going to be on Mars and it's Utopia Planitia. And I'm so thrilled that these players all were like, yeah, we, we're going to join in this setting with you, Aliza, this wacky idea you have. <laughs> and they're contributing to it and adding to it and making it wackier. And I love it. And I'm so ex I cannot wait for you all to meet these characters. They're so precious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just it's just. So yeah, January 30th is our preview game, which is, when we say preview game, that's kind of for like anyone who stumbles upon us in the world, because uh, preview is a, a uni more universally known term. But for those of you who watch TTRPGs and know and play TTRPGs, it's a bit of a session zero. So uh, we at Streampunks always like to model good table etiquette and healthy dynamics and safety tools. And so we thought, why not just show a little splash of our Session Zero process? It's not the only Session Zero we have had. We had like three last week. This is just like the final stage of Session Zero where we're going to work out some mechanics. We're going to like uh, play through a, a short scenario and just kind of like take, take Utopia Planitia for a spin, as it were. So tune in uh, in two weeks, January 30th. And then our premiere is the week after, February 6th. Yay. Time for Black History Month. It's all just so great. Happy MLK Day. Ah! Um. <laughs> Announcing on MLK Day. It's just so <laughs> beautiful and, and perfect. Yo, um, <laughs> I can't believe Sam is actually playing a Dowd changeling liberated from the Borg and raised by the Grand Nagus before joining Section 31. Mm -hmm. It's Bingo. quite quite a bold <laughs> character choice, and I'm yeah. really impressed how deep Sam went into the lore for this character. It's going to be pretty amazing. Yeah. All right. I was surprised you were just sort of like stock vanilla, like yeah. very, very middle of the road, you. Yeah. Human. But I, I did put the, the, the white man human. Uh, I, I did put the part on the other side of the haircut 
to, to mix mm-hmm. it up a little bit. So you know, has... really, I think I think that's that <laughs> that's it makes up. all the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. So bad. Boy. Yeah. Eric yeah. actually just found a, a pre-gen character. It's very mm-hmm. out of character for him to not it's build a character. Literally, yeah. it's I'm literally playing Riker's beard. It's <laughs> a, I'm I'm playing Riker's beard in a uniform. Well, yeah, um, he rather needed one, didn't he? He wasn't <laughs> fooling any of us. No, he, he nor himself. <laughs> he tried. Um, all right. Anybody else have anything else they would like to announce tonight before we continue to, uh, to, to, to give out all these spoilers? Uh, <laughs> Poor Caitlin. Caitlin, do you need, do you need my inhaler? Do you, need, can I, do you want me to pass this to you? Just a little bit? Okay. I'm just... <laughs> uh, um, uh, nothing's ever been funny, ever. I've never laughed at anything in my life. Yeah, I uh, I was just gonna say uh, mm-hmm. thank you to everybody who checked out uh, Dungeons and Dragon, the podcast I do with my sibling. We've officially crossed 500 listens, which Yay. is very very strange to think of people listening to my sister just kind of yelling at me. But that's cool. It's <laughs> content right there. We we got so a tweet this morning that was. Uh, for a very interesting listening experience, follow Thin Places Radio with Dungeons and Dragons. And I was like, I'm so glad that that was your morning. <laughs> That's yes! um, We've done the algorithm thing. <laughs> now we know it's y'all. Extra thank you. It We're has been forever. proven by computer science. Yes. Amazing. The AIs are learning. <laughs> the humans yeah. are dead. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Anybody else have any other announcements before we get into the bloodletting? Uh, check out Thin Places Radio, uh, 10 minutes or less paranormal advice show. Uh, we have real voicemails from real real listeners. The number is available on our Twitter, which is at Thin Places Radio, and anywhere else we are. Also, TikTok, I've been starting to make fun little videos, and they look kind of cool, so you should go check those out also. Um, but it's all all available. I think anything, anything we will ever have links to will be on the Twitter until Twitter doesn't exist. So <laughs> check that out. It's a great show. Uh, the writer and, and host are a very good friend of mine, and she's doing such a phenomenal job. And I just want everybody in the world to listen to it because it's really great. So that's all I got. All right. Thank you, Caitlin. Anybody else um, have anything they would like to say? Yes, Sam. Oh, yes. Um, I would like to put a plus one for Morning Ritual, which recently featured Q-Time's very own... Jake, although his picture was fuzzy and no one did anything about it the whole episode, nonetheless, he said lots of cool words with some of our faves, namely, Noirin and Nita. So you should go and watch that on Twitch at Critical Misses, uh, and just watch your faves, support your faves. It is a wildly entertaining program, and I know I counter-stream it a little bit, but thank God for VOD. There you go. I solved the problem for you. It's it's honestly fantastic. I tried to poke in even a little bit during my pre-show, but, like, there's extra reason for Streampunks and Q-Times fans to go check out the most recent episode, and they've been laying down some bangers ever since. That's what I've got. And we found out whether or not Jake is a cruncher. You'll have to check out the VOD to oh. find out. <laughs> what more teaser do you need? I mean, he just had his wisdom tooth taken out. He better not be a cruncher. <laughs> he he probably he is one. Oh, it's possible. Like, maybe his wisdom teeth were actually fine, and then he was a cruncher, and then mm-hmm. they weren't fine, and he had... Don't like, put the, dice the... in your mouth, people. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> no if it's <laughs> we have to do the thing 
now. And look, I would be very anxious because I got a recap, but also you did it perfectly. So I'm going to embrace this. Let's go. I'm freaking excited. Penultimate showdown. Let's go ahead and begin tonight's episode of Beacon. Sharks are crunchers. I think that's what we all have decided here. They are, yes. And I think that means we won Beacon, so congrats, everybody. Um, we we took it. We took yep. it. GG. Uh, fun fact, most, almost all shark attacks, just about every shark attack is accidental or a case of mistaken identity. I think um, the final boss was a space shark tornado. Yeah, yeah. I did say that there was a solar storm incoming. So let's get back into that. When we last <laughs> left off, the crew of the Ilios had docked with the Broadwater, which is this huge cargo hauler that's been sending out an SOS for the past four days. You all arrived and discovered the situation was pretty dire for the Broadwater. Currently, they only have two functioning, fully functional crew members. The rest have been injured so much so that they are confined to bed. Uh, unfortunately, to make things even more complicated, one of those injured crew members is actually the chief medical officer of the ship. Right now, Tig and Albright are currently working their magic. A few of them are pretty critically injured, particularly Captain Gloria Lee, who took the brunt of an explosion when there was a surge of power back in the engineering room, which rendered the ship disabled for this entire uh, mission that you all have right now. The ship is currently functioning on minimal power and is in a slight spin. In a feat of piloting, the Ilios docked with the Broadwater. You guys have been on board assessing the situation and up until recently, things were going to textbook, but you've only been on board the Broadwater for about 45 minutes when you received notification from your pilot, O'Donnell, who informed you that Mother has detected a surge of radiation that is uh, entering this sector of space. 
and moments later was able to confirm that it is the remnants of a huge flare, a giant solar storm emitted by a red dwarf in a neighboring system. So here's the situation. You managed to track that this storm could be arriving at any moment, that there's no real way to determine when it has arrived and when it is going to arrive until it is practically here, when the particles from this thing start bombarding both ships. The first sign is probably going to be communications issues, which is pretty standard during uh, solar events. You've been given a 5 to 15 minute window of predictability of when this thing is happening. That's challenge number one. Challenge number two is when you all were docking with the Broadwater, you observed hull damage to the ship. You could see debris. It wasn't a lot, so it doesn't seem like it's going to be an enormous amount of damage, but it does seem like there is a breach somewhere in the back areas of the ship perhaps near one of the harder to access junction points for the engine itself. One of the crew members, Hugh Jennings, who was one of the engineering assistants left two days ago. He went out on a spacewalk to assess the damage and never came back. His umbilical that he was attached to for safety came back. He did not. And there he has not responded to any radio calls or anything. He is just gone. Um, Martha very generously offered to look for him once this is all taken care of, to which the captain, who is currently the XO, Lindsay Smart, was very grateful for. And she also mentioned uh, the other crew doesn't know he's missing yet. So she's asked that everyone just let her break the news once everybody is cognizant and they're out of this emergency. Um, but that was that was going to be tomorrow's problem. Because the immediate thing was to try to get all the power systems to the Broadwater back online. Now, thankfully, gravity's been restored. And you were all assessing the engine. Particularly, uh, it was Isaac and it was Martha in the back engine, one of the main engine rooms, assessing the damage to the engine. Now, Sam needs the recap because Sam wasn't there for it. But the assessment was, is there was a surge in power. And it the assessment is, is that with that surge in power, it looks like some of the systems within the engine are actually are in long need of replacement. So it looks like it, it is very likely in Isaac's assessment that this was a system failure. It was just a cargo hauler that should have had an, uh, it should have, this is an area that needed maintenance and didn't get maintenance or it could have just needed a replacement. And you were getting to work on that and getting a repair in place, a patch job to at least get the Broadwater limping back to uh, Beacon when you got the call that the solar flare was incoming. So here's where we are right now. The Ilios, for safety, because it was in a spin with the Broadwater, has, has pulled back its umbilical and is detached from the Broadwater for safety and... The Ilios is being moved away. It's staying in the vicinity. You should still actually, looking out the window as the ship spins, you can actually still see the dot that is the Ilios as it's moved uh, far enough away so that it can keep track of everything that's happening, uh, but not lose sight of you guys. But that's not the big problem. The big problem is, is with a rip in the hull somewhere, it's very likely that if this solar storm hits, this place could get hit 
with a dose of radiation. Now, it could be minor, it could be a lot, but it's radiation. It's always a danger in space. With a solar storm incoming, it's a matter of fact that this is going to be a dangerous thing. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give this piece of information for all of you because a standard radiation protocol, when this is going to happen to a ship that's vulnerable to getting hit with one of these things, it's ideal to suit up. Even if you are in a contained environment, uh, EV suits will protect you, worst case scenario. That being said, you have some patience that you're going to have to that it means you're going to literally have to stop working on them and suit them up and put it on hold. Now, also as a quick refresher to both Tig and Albright, y'all have an entire shift that you have to dedicate from your roles to, to stabilizing both the captain and uh, engineer, it looks like engineer Ross. Yeah, engineer Ross Masai is the one that, uh, yeah, that's the one that Albright's working on. There is another crew member, a deckhand, Shinzu Fukushima, and he is mobile and moving around. He is the only one next to uh, Exo Smart that is able to help and is cognizant of everything that's going on and is really nervous. Okay, so that's that. We left off when Isaac volunteered to go outside and spacewalk and assess the damage done to the hull so that y'all know what you're up against. It's on the exterior part of the ship. It may not be as critical as everyone fears, and it might be that the ship will be fine. But there is damage to the back part of the ship. Um, keeping in mind that the Broadwater has minimal power right now. So there's areas of the ship that have been closed off for safety reasons, particularly the cargo areas. Because uh, cargo is secure, but when the ship lost gravity for a hot minute that's when cargo areas can be dangerous so that's where we are we're going to start the game off with the doors to the broad water closing behind isaac so isaac you are suited up in an ev suit right now and in the EV suit, you have with you your tools. You've got a set of tools with you. You also have that nifty, uh, not what are, what are they called again? That you had they were like the jaws of life kind of deal that kind of can pry open doors. I have doors. a maintenance jack and a That's bolt gun. I would. What would you bring? With love you? to have purloined Tig's uh, torch. Because if there's welding to be involved, there might uh, be that yeah. will do absolutely. the job very well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So those are the key tools I have with me. The door to the Broadwater closes behind you. And as it seals shut, Isaac, you find yourself out in the beautiful expanse of space all in front of you. Drifting just outside, you clip on you the umbilical. It is a safety line that runs the length of the ship. And will actually, you can just basically walk down it. Uh, the Broadwater is a quick reminder. It is 620 meters long. It is bigger than the Ilios. So it's quite a stroll. You have a window of about 15 minutes, but O'Donnell was not able to give you an exact estimate as to when this thing could arrive. All right. Well, I am not inhibited by gravity and I can exert a lot of force so I can move fairly quickly. 
I would like to. Make me a mobility check, and you will gain a plus one to the roll for both being attached to the vessel. And because it is true, you can... Uh One success? Yes, one on a roll of six. (laughs) Them freely, games. All right, so you just start... Basically, it reminds me of uh, Lawrence Fishburne in Event Horizon, where he is just rapidly getting back to the airlock. Let's, I promise that's the only time I will reference that movie tonight. Um, okay. It's, it's delightful that Sam doesn't know, because Sam would be upset if Sam knew. Um, I can't believe you. How dare? <laughs> Let me just say this, Sam. I was, I was encouraging you to watch Alien. I would never make you watch Event Horizon. That movie will F you up. (laughs) Go back to the part where I'm good at moving in space, please. (laughs) All right. So you start pulling yourself along the hull of the Broadwater. You can hear the dull thudding of your hands grabbing pieces of the hull, like just rapid mountain climber, just pushing yourself, propelling, zipping along. You see on your suit monitor in the lower left corner, this digital display that's popped up on your helmet monitoring your speed. Right now, moving at roughly 60 kph, just just zipping along you see the vessel you manage to slow yourself down a bit but you see the vessel just kind of zooming past you you just float right underneath a crane arm meanwhile on the inside of the vessel you are all able to monitor isaac using isaac's implant that tracks where everyone is as Isaac starts making their way down the length of the vessel, uh, let me get a quick, before I continue, what is everyone else doing? So I know that Tig and Albright are in the med bay right now, helping where they can. We have sent um, our helper friend who is just a little nervous but still mobile to go collect um, suits for our friends that we are working on right now so that we okay. don't have to stop working until the last, very last second. Okay. In which case, yeah, Lindsay, particularly the XO, she has gone to get a bunch of suits. And we, the ones we came in, we can just, like, quick suit back yeah, up again. Yeah, you're right? fine. Okay. Yeah, y'all are fine. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that, unless you told me otherwise, I'm assuming the only thing that you have removed since you came on board the Broadwater is your helmet and gloves. Otherwise, I'm assuming you're still in yeah. your EV suit. Yeah. They well, are then, bulky and whatnot, mm-hmm. but y'all kind of just went straight to work. Mm-hmm. Then waiting until we are putting the suits on our patients to put the rest of my suit back on so that there is like no wasted <laughs> no right. wasted work time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the only thing Albright would have done is just at request constant updates on Isaac. Yeah. Uh I can't check I can't check the uh implant because I'm busy, so it's just vocal like Yeah, we have we have someone else looking at our at a little like yeah. monitor and reading us updates. <laughs> okay. Um I think so once Isaac is out, I think I would signal back to Tig and Doc and say, hey, so uh, how is it looking with getting all the patients uh, suited up? Do you need some extra hands on that? It's not going to hurt. But if you have something in mind that you'd like to do to help, please, we, we can, please do. We can, we can, we can manage, but extra hands um, is never a problem. I'm just waiting here to hope that we don't lose Isaac to a solar flare. So just being there backup would be my other job. But more important, I, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, Tig, I'm, I, I think we got a good handle on everything happening here. Should anything occur to Isaac, I would prefer to have your capable hands, Martha, uh, there to quickly help recover our friend. Okay. I'll keep an eye on them. Okay. So, Martha, how are you, what are you doing to keep an eye on Isaac? Just so I can get an, a can map you? of where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, can you describe to me where Isaac went out and how they're tethered to the ship? So think of it as like along the length of the ship, there is a safety line for any repair work. It's pretty standard. Ilios has got a few of them because Ilios is a multi-layered, like bulky ship. So it requires a bunch of these lines, but they run along the length of the ship and they're specifically used in case repair work needs to be done on the fly. So Isaac right now is literally just floating down the length of the ship from what you last understood. Uh, and tethered to one of those? Like like a safety line clipped onto the side and is literally, it's just dragging behind them as they're pulling themselves down the hull of the ship at some pretty top speeds here. Okay. Yeah, that's and... what they're doing. But you are you monitoring them on ship's systems how are you monitoring where they're going how are you tracking them from what i remember the ship systems are not really fully up and running right that is correct there the yeah. ship is on minimal power it does have like for example communications is is was working when you guys first arrived internal right yeah okay so um depending on how far they're going down i'm gonna try to like follow them from within the ship and go to different sections of the ship um to see if okay. i can track them like through just visually track them okay so you move down the corridors uh the corridors are dark and very difficult to track and there's a few areas where you enter where where you are standing or where you're moving through is completely dark but there's a light hallway in front of you so you're able to see where you're going but the place is lonely and claustrophobic as you're moving down these long corridors to the length of the ship there is, are you trying, you haven't heard from Isaac since they left and you don't have an, a, an exact idea of where they are. You just know that they're moving towards the aft of the ship right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So eventually. So I guess I'm going to like, I would like to just pop into, if I see a room that has a window to the outside, I'll pop in. And check. check. Oh, okay. There. And then I'll try to follow them that way and just like okay. bounce between rooms to follow them through windows. You move to the window and go ahead and make me an observation check. Okay. Observation seven. Seven. I'm very observant. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so when you look out, no successes? You look at successes. Why did I spend a story point? Um, when you look out the window, uh, the, the the timing of it is just that Isaac took off like a bullet. <laughs> Isaac is trying to get to the back of that ship. So when you look out the window, you see only a gently spinning star field that anybody who, upon looking out the window, might get a little sick seeing if they weren't used to space travel. Where did they go? A brief moment in that spin you do see the glint of a hull and it looks like you've caught a brief glimpse of the Elios before the Elios leaves your field of vision and dips below the horizon of the window hmm. okay I'm gonna keep going and try to 
find another window to look out of in the direction I thought they might be going. Every time you pop out the window, it's the same thing. When you come to a port window of any kind, just like glance out to see anything, it's just infinite dark space on the outside. In that case, I think I'll just wait for them wherever the closest entry point is now. So you move to as, as far back as you can, which is going to be the main engine room that you were in. There is, as you move back here into the engine room, Martha, one of the things you notice is life support back here isn't quite as optimal as it is towards the front of the ship. Breathing is just fine. But as you enter back into the area where you and Isaac were originally standing before, you can see your breath in front of you as you step into this cold room. Um, you can see the access port that Isaac used one hand to just basically peel steel right off the wall and set it down and then squat down and start going to work. Uh, it's still laying uh, safely up against the wall there, along with some of Isaac's other tools that they just left to go do this thing as quickly as possible. But the only other thing in here with you is the back half of the engine, which if you remember, I described as being roughly a little over two stories in height. This expansive engine room in front of you, these great engines. Um, this is not the furthest back you can go as the there is multiple engine rooms here. Main engineering is at the very rear of the ship and getting access to that is going to require getting access to an area of the ship that is currently sealed because of the damage done. Mm, I'm going to wait just outside of that sealed area. Okay, so you head further back into the ship. So while you're doing this, Tig and Doc are gently putting one leg in this bulky environmental suit. You're moving as carefully and as quickly as you can. You have no idea when this solar storm is supposed to hit. So you're just moving as quickly as you can. Isaac, back to you on the surface of the ship, you start coming upon the very aft of the vessel where you can see these large bulging engines just jutting out from a blossoming aft section. This huge bulky, this thing is designed for long deep space travel and drifting. It is, uh, it is essentially a cargo hauler in space. Um, without having to make an observation check, you already spot what looks like the glint, like sparkling, like glint of pieces of metal that are floating off just out into the orbit of the ship, indicating small pieces of debris. Go ahead and make me a heavy machinery check to see if you can find and locate where the breach is. Small pieces. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Two. Sorry. Two successes. Two. Two. Yeah, Isaac, that is curious. Uh, there, there would have had to have... It could hint at an internal explosion of some kind, or it could hit that something hit the vessel. But it is interesting. Something to consider. With two successes on a heavy machinery check, you get a plus one to a roll that you can do later to the similar roll. Uh, you don't need to roll again for this exact situation, but 
but there's hopefully never going to be this exact situation again. Uh, you can do it half the time as usual. Uh, you can act quietly, you can show off, or one of my favorites, you can break it permanently, which doesn't really apply here, but it's an option for stunt. No, I permanently break the ship. The <laughs> campaign takes a wild swing in the penultimate. Yeah, Isaac shrugs and just takes the ship and snaps it in half. At and... last, my behavioral manipulators <laughs> have I've been, been removed. I will show you truly what I think of you. <laughs> um, yes, I think, uh, I think a plus one is quite the play here now more dice in in a free league game more dice is always good more dice more better and i mean look i would love to have enough bonuses to show off to that sun over there um but it might not be the highest priority in this particular moment yeah particularly because that sun apparently is trying to kill everybody uh, yeah and very much <laughs> me yeah isaac it doesn't take you long to find the source of the breach and there is one you see evidence of what looks like an opening that has been cut into the hull of the vessel with exactitude. As you look for this area that supposedly is where the damage has caused the ship, as you approach, you see two things that immediately cause you pause. First, you see a perfectly intact tether that has been left out here and is drifting, just floating with nothing attached to the other end, except for a frayed and cut clip. It's not there. One end of the clip where you clipped onto the side of the ship, one clip that clips onto you. Whoever was on the other end of that tether, they didn't unclip from it. The clip has been completely torn free. Now, the force that would be required to rip somebody free of one of these tethers is beyond any capacity. It would take, it would take an industrial strength machine to tear one of these loose. And judging from the fraying with that success rate, I'll tell you, it's possible it was cut. Right. The yeah, next... I mean, for reference, like hemp climbing rope is rated for like 3000, right? Yeah. 3000 yeah. pounds. Um, the next thing is the, the breach in the hull. You see telltale signs that it is coming from what looks like a, re a forcibly removed emergency hatch in the back. You can see what looks like signs of black and scoring around the edges of a hatch that has been pulled open. And you can see damage on the inside of it. And the metal pieces that you're seeing floating around the ship appear to be drifting out from the inside of that hatch. There's no actual other damage. It looks like this hatch was forced open from the outside. Corporal? wouldn't happen to be on the air by chance, would you? All you hear is the gentle yeah. lull of pink noise. All right. Well, you can't blame a droid for trying. Do... If I peer down 
through this breach, can I see anything? Can I see the... It's too much to hope for the door, but maybe? What do I see when I look down into the ship from here? You move over, kneel down, and peer into that open hatch. You see the ladder going down to what should be leading to a secondary airlock door that is clearly open to the interior of the ship. The ladder goes all the way down to the bottom. You see a couple of things, these metal pieces that you see flying out. You glance at one of them that drifts right up in front of your face before it flies off into space forever. Looks like a fountain pen. Just kind of drifts away. How big is the breach? The si- the the door sized thing that was maybe torch cut away and torn? Torch cut open. It doesn't look like that hatch is going to seal again unless some right. long repairs are being made on it. Yeah. And I don't have the material for it. I don't have material for it. As the thought passes through your head, Isaac, in the lower left corner of your helmet, the digital display that was tracking your speed and whatnot begins to flicker. And you see it kind of turn wavy a little bit. It loses all sign of like what your yaw pitch, everything that your your orientation, it stops feeding you information for a second and goes to zero. And then it starts loading it up again and then it blanks out. Your light on your shoulder flickers. And you see inside this breach, the light flickers inside the ship. All right. Well, I still have light. I'm going to start to move down the ladder. I'm looking for material. I need something I can use that is door size to try to weld something. Okay. And it's not going to be on the outside. That seems fairly clear. Space is big, it turns out. Really, really big, according to Adams. So you start going down the ladder. You make it to the bottom and see you are in what looks like one of the cargo bays. The room itself looks quite large. You have to guess that it's a few stories tall, stacked from ceiling to floor with huge cargo containers that have all been safety latched down. And you turn, and if you were human, would get a panic point immediately as you bump into the body of a missing crew member who is drifting in front of you. You almost literally collide with him. The small thunking noise of your helmet colliding with his helmet. You take one step back and look to see the extent of what it is you're looking at. You see what looks like must have been about human male, maybe mid-30s. Missing the front part of his helmet. It has been completely shattered. It looks like you can see 
remnants, remains of the broken front of it. His face looks like it's also taken damage, but it's difficult to see because he has obviously died from exposure to the void. His eyes are open and staring lifelessly at you as he floats in front of you. Pardon me, Mr. Jennings. Perhaps we can put you away somewhere. I would hate for you to go back out there. Make me an observation check. As you're talking to him, make me an observation check. Twenty twenty three didn't last long. Mm. We are back, everybody. Truly, I have returned. <laughs> All right. Stand by. Let's see. No. Okay. What do you do? Uh I loop Jennings by the arm and begin to move toward the cargo containers. I assume they're held on some webbing. Uh, a lot of them are, yes. Some of them look like they've been latched down by these big, thick cords of metal mesh that have been just strung over the top of them and latched down. But you can also see that this one of the safety precautions used for it, it has an emergency grav units in here. There's no gravity in this room, though. Everything has been shut down. But yes. Metal webbing, mesh, you name it. Anything that can lock down these huge containers is in effect right now. Uh, good. I'll loop his arm through mesh to secure him and superhero push off, I suppose, toward the tallest container stack that is the nearest to the breach. Okay. Okay, so drift up towards the ceiling, grabbing a hold of, it's easy enough, you grab hold of one of these containers and kind of flip around. Um, Make me another observation check now. Oh, goodness. And this time, give yourself a plus one to the roll because you have a topographic view of the room at this point. You're at the very, very top. Oh, that's why it's (laughs) top. I'm so good at horror. Okay. All right. You get to the top. You're drifting up there. You've got your hand around one of the inside loops of one of these mesh cargo containers. I would like to extricate the cargo container from the mesh. I am going to de- be deconstructing it for my material. Okay. I'm I'm going to pull the top off a container. That is what I would like to do, ultimately. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're aiming to pull the top off the container? Yes. You pull one of these things back. Uh, make me a strength check. Mm-hmm. I'm inclined to use my maintenance jack for leverage here. Oh, you, you can do that. Yeah, I'd allow that. Easy enough. Okay. The whole thing is designed to sort of pull things apart, so this would 
definitely come into play if you're a clever heavy machinery person. Well, I'm a heavy machinery person. One. Okay. Touched on. You can hear the dull sounds of of what little sounds you can hear, just the vibrations as you start pulling this thing open. And one second. All right. Isaac, a knife slams into your back. There's an immediate depressurization. You go propelling forward and slam into the container in front of you as you hear this bursting pop sound in your suit. Begin to escape. You are going to take two points of damage as the knife slams into just between your shoulder blades. All right, I'm going to roll my soak. Roll it. Maybe a story die? But I already rolled. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, that would have been really bad for a human, I think. Uh, it would have... Uh, that would that have killed absolutely me. killed a human being. <laughs> what just happened. Uh, so, starting health... Um, I take no exhaustion. damage. So, wh- what armor are, do you have? Is it um, your suit? I have the Roughneck Resilient talent. Whenever I'm about to suffer damage, I roll my strength, which is a billion. Right. And any six I take uh, mitigates one point of damage. I rolled three. That was two damage. Okay. You slam this knife. It, it slams into your back. The decompression of your suit rockets you forward and slams you right into the ca- the container in front of you for a second. And it takes you a moment to realize as you feel this thing between your shoulder blades and entering into the upper part of your chest. Long enough that you suspect it's probably some kind of combat knife. Uh, but you immediately begin to realize as you check with your fingers, your your systems, everything didn't hit anything vital. Uh, on a delay. Ah! Okay. It literally sounds like... Mm. Nobody can hear that. <laughs> and your Space, suit... Your suit, if your suit had any kind of readouts right now, you suspected it would probably have told you that you've suffered complete decompression of your suit at this point as all the oxygen leaves you can see the condensation build up and the inside of the glass of your helmet indicates that you have been completely exposed to the void i'd like to turn around and see who stabbed me okay you take You take a moment, and then you just grab hold of the thing and whip around. Your turning around clearly stuns the person who stabbed you. You come face to face with someone who looks like they are in a completely black tactical-looking suit. 
They have what looks like armor on. You can clearly see what looks like a pulse rifle strapped over their back shoulder. They have a gun on their holster, which has been unclipped. There is a person inside the helmet whose eyes widen when they see you and a small little white drop of your fluid just drift through space. As it occurs to them what they just stabbed, the alarm in his face, you see him say something. Roll initiative. They truly could not have chosen worse timing in, in Isaac's life. What, what die are you rolling? Uh, D10. D10. Yes, okay, yeah. Isaac's all like, let's experiment with violence. <laughs> That's a five from me, bro. Okay. One sec. <laughs> well, you'll be going first. You beat him on initiative. Okay. Uh. By one. Well, I have now eliminated, eliminated one of his weapons. Yep, it's still in your back. By having it in my back. Yep. I would like to disarm him of his other weapon. I think that is probably a grappling sort of action. Okay. I'm. Would remind me. The initiative ten is ten goes first, or is it one goes first? I cannot remember. I know it's flipped in. I recall one, lines. but as yeah. long as we both agree, it's fine. Yeah, no, 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 I that's won't fine. Tell on you. Yeah, I just want to make sure I got this right. I think I remember you saying lower is better. Low is good, right? You yeah. go first, second, yeah, that's third. That's the way I kind of remembered it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Okay. All right. Number so you're gonna... one acts first. Number two acts second, and so forth until everyone's acting. Thank you. All right, so you're going to make a grapple check. Is that correct? Thanks, Demi playing. I, I <laughs> suppose I am, yes. All right, so then that is going to be that is going to be basically you're making a melee attack. Mm -hmm. You're going to be trying to grab this guy, so it's close combat. Yes. So if you want to grapple him, you're going to be going for stunts. You need more than one success. Well, it is not the strong thing I am best at. It is actually the strong thing I am worst at. Uh, I didn't practice a lot. All right. Oh. Grappling. If you grapple your opponent as a stunt in close combat, see both of you. Okay. So what did you roll? Success, but no stunt. Success, but no stunt. Um, if you grapple your opponent. Okay. So you're not going to be able to grapple him and he is going to, you got a success. So he's got to try to stop that from happening. He is going to attempt. He can't block you because, well, yeah, he can because you didn't successfully grapple Attack. him. So he is going to try to block. All right. So this is his, his close combat roll. Uh, let's see. And I'm going to give him a point of stress. Oh, yeah. They get one when they realize what I am. Yeah, he... <laughs> if, if you were able to read lips, you would have literally heard somebody saying, fuck. <laughs> I get <laughs> when that he a realized, lot. When he realized he just stabbed a synthetic. Um, all right, here we go. You rolled one success? He's stabbing people. Yes. Okay, he's going to perform a counterattack as he gets right. one success over you. So as you reach forward, Isaac, what occurs to you the moment this guy starts moving as you reach for him, he is combat trained and very 
familiar with working in zero G. Mm. Um, he is going to attempt to deck you across the face with the counterattack. So that is going to be this is this is going to be another roll to the soak. <laughs> Do you get to keep rolling for the roughneck thing? Is it every time you take damage? Yeah, I mean, as my health points go down, ultimately I will lose right. strength, so it will still spiral. Well, no, your strength um, doesn't drop when you lose health. Oh, do they not do No, it it's not way? Forbidden Lands. No, your strength that's, stays where it is. That's unreasonable. As a, that's a good talent. <laughs> yeah, I, you I'll see why synthetics are so... <laughs> so no, that is, that's Roughneck. That's just being, yeah, but, a, being a hardy boy. But this is another example of why synthetics... It's true. That's why you don't get the pushing mechanic. So here's yeah. the thing, though. Um... I want you to also keep in mind, you do have an additional point of armor because you are wearing an EV suit. Oh, I do. Mm -hmm. I forgot that's a thing that because happens this, to me. This guy in full panic decides to throw his fist and he's going to impact on the side of your helmet, which is not going to really do a lot. Go ahead and make the roll. See if okay. it See if he manages to hurt you. Okay, there's... This guy's day is starting like the first half of a Mentos commercial. Um, like, also... <laughs> Isaac, I am going to rule that if you spend more than two rounds of combat with that knife in your back, you're going to be rolling against it doing damage to you every time you engage in anything strange. Like, if you're moving around a lot, you'll have to roll to soak so that it doesn't oh, this continue this is going to go very badly because I have a lot to do and not a lot of time. Yeah. All right. No, that makes a lot of sense. That's very reasonable. Oh, I am in big trouble. Oh, hey, there's two successes. That's better than one. I did Okay. Enough. <laughs> All right. He throws a fist against the side. You're not sure if he was trying to wound you or if he was trying to distract you because you reached for him. The fist impacts against the helmet. You don't even, your head doesn't even snap back. For him, it was like striking a wall. And that's going to be his round of combat. And then. And then. I'm going to make a mobility check to wow. uh, to because he is moving. Oh, he failed. Um, Isaac, as the guy punches you and your head kind of flinches over a little bit, you catch a glimpse of something in the reflection of your helmet. And you just get a glimpse of a second guy in black just miss you. Drifting just past you, trying to make a grab as he just snatches, reaches out to grab you to try to hold you and hits, bumps against the ceiling. That's going to be the end of the first round of combat. There are two of them now, and they look exactly the same. They are both armed with pulse rifles. They, are both, they both have holstered weapons. This guy still has his combat knife. All right. Uh, do they have tactical webbing or anything like that? What is their, you, you mentioned armor, but you have to like attach things it's to yourself no, if you're going to have a lot of things. It's not yeah. armor that's any, any thicker than the EV suit you're wearing. It looks like it's standard EV suit uh, wear. So they don't have uh, like tactical, they, their armor looks tactical, but it's not actual like combat tactical armor. Let me put it that way. Okay. Um. I ask because I am, I would like to use my bolt gun to attach this man to the hull, and I would rather go through their clothing items than through them. That feels unnecessary. So if there's a little bit of scruff through which I could do it, that would be ideal. I would like at least one of them out of the way for the moment, so I could 
I have work to do, so we all don't die. Um, you can make the attempt. Yes. And it will it will depend on whether or not you are rolling stunt dice for this. That um, seems reasonable. Let me look up the pistols. One sec, I'm looking up the gear. Here's heavy weapons, ammunition, a knife, keep coming, suits, armor, don't have to worry about that. Other equipment, here we go. Diagnostic. What is the official name of it? I know that it's in here in the... Watasumi DV-303 bolt gun. Uh, Watasumi, you a... said? Yes, Watasumi. Um, it has a range of short and a damage of three, which is what implied to me that it could be used this way. Yes, you can use this. Yes. So I would like to bolt him to the hole. Do you get any bonuses for tools or anything as a roughneck? Uh, I, I have a, a bonus for this. When used as a tool, the bolt gun gives a plus two modification uh, to have machinery in relevant situations. This is Story using it very similarly, but one would be well within their rights to claim that it it, it works otherwise. That's up to you, Eric. Um, yeah, we'll see. Make your roll. This All is right. a ranged combat check. Okay. This is a point and click. It really is, though. Isn't mm -hmm. it? Nope. Not one success? No. There's I a... need to start using story points. <laughs> oh, yeah. He even reminded us ahead of time. I'm just making a lot of rolls. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't want to use them up for everyone. There is a brilliant orange and yellow spark as the bolt pops and rebounds off the hull of the top of the ship. You're not sure if he saw it or not. The guy who's on you, though, reacts to it. Um, that's going to be your action. You mm -hmm. still get a move action, though. No, you no, you already had that out. You still get a move action if you want to do anything. Oh, um... <sighs> Where are we relative to those crates right now? You're above them. You guys are on the top of the ceiling. Uh, the only one that's not dangling from the crates themselves is the guy who missed you when he was trying to grapple and bounced against the ceiling and just nearly got bolted to it. So he's okay. about 10 feet above you, and the guy who is on you, is in, he is an arm's length. All right. Uh, how near are we to the ladder, then? Do I have any fixed point I can kick off of to meaningfully move because we're in zero G? Yes, you can kick off of the crate that's right in front of you, and you can literally choose which direction you'd like to go from there. The ladder is in, uh, the ladder's about, I would say, maybe about 60 feet away from you in the center of the room. Okay, fair. I'm going to ring around the Rosie the crate from this guy. Okay, you just start pulling yourself around. Uh, you grab hold one of the of the netting and just start push, pushing yourself and pulling yourself and just wrapping around the side. Uh, he is, on his action, he is going to pull his gun. You see him unbutton the gun as you go into range. He kicks off the side. And as you ring around the Rosie, he pushes away and, like, kicks back as he pulls his gun to try to get one shot at you before you vanish around the other side. And he is going to open fire. However, he is drifting in zero G, trying to shoot a moving target while he's flying backwards. I'm going to penalize him for this. This is not going to be an easy shot. So let's see if he gets it. And he's got a panic die, so he's got that working for him. All right. Three. Or does it work for me? <laughs> okay. And then... 
it'll focus up again soon, y'all. I'm sorry about these distractions. There's a shot that goes off and... Oh, right. Okay. Um, okay. Do me a favor and roll some soak again. Oh, great. Uh, two Love points that of damage. Okay. One automatically from your EBC. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rules Lawyer. Again, additional. Uh, three. <laughs> the bullet tears through your EV suit. You're not sure if it hit you or not. You don't feel the pain, of course, but um, there is a spark that explodes right in front of you, indicating that the shot should have hit, but you move around the side unhindered. For a synthetic who's got a knife in their back and he's been shot once, you're feeling remarkably spotless as you move around the corner. Um, he, on the other hand, has to finish his journey across the, the cargo bay until he slams into the wall. So he, at the moment, is not a problem. The guy who above you, um, on his turn, he too is going to pull his gun. He pulls his pulse rifle, though. He unslings that from his back. Um, that's going to be his move action. And when he tries to aim it at you, you vanish behind the other side. Of the, of the crate, so he loses sight of you just as he puts the barrel down and aims in your direction. You don't see any gunfire or any indication that he's opened fire when you get to the other side, Isaac, not counting on your hearing, considering y'all are currently in vacuum. Uh, that's going to be into the next round. It is your round again. Um, you think, you think the guy on the top that was aiming at you used his move action to close some distance or get a vantage point, but you've lost sight of him for the moment. All right, um, I'm going to keep moving around back to the maintenance jack and finish off that door. If nothing else, it'll be a shield. Okay. As you start moving around to the back, um, the lights in here go and you're plunged into darkness. You guys in the med bay, in the corridors, as you're moving to the back of the ship, Martha, you wait for a second. Gravity's still on, but all the lights flicker off. No light, not even, not even the little blinking emergency lights activate. And you are in total darkness. Crap. I feel around for some type of comms panel on the wall. You feel a couple of objects. One of them feels like maybe a large box. Does it feel like I, it, 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 anything else I can tell from it? Um, make a, make a heavy machinery check. <laughs> in, in the past, our suits have had lights on the shoulders. Do, are mm -hmm. these like oh, those? Yeah. Or are these are different? The lights you had on your, what, what do you mean? In, in the past, when we've been in EV suits, they've had a mm -hmm. light on the shoulder. Yeah, everyone are has a light. similar? Yeah. It, it, so Martha, I'm guessing you're still, you're still wearing your EV suit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have one on your shoulder. It is not on. And any attempt to turn it on does nothing. Oh, oh this might be the thingy that's happening. Okay. Uh, Just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. I, no, that's I will fair. still check this box with okay. the heavy machine. May make I a heavy do machine a story check. point? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, use Ox Crew story points tonight, everyone. Uh, all right. Let me just pull up. As many dice as usual, so this story point will help. Okay, here we go. So, before you tell me the results of your roll, okay. let us give a, let us give thanks. Let us give thanks to the Lord <laughs> Alex. To our great Ox crew. Um, 
Thank you, Vance, 1982. Hey. Thank you, Vance. Okay. So you got an automatic six. Yes. How many and other I successes did you get? rolled one additional. One additional success. Um, you open it up and start touching it, and immediately you pull your hand back. Martha, you know ship systems pretty well. This is a, this is some kind of junction power box. You put your hand back in and touch it for a second. Um, you, being the comms expert that you are, you're not as proficient in heavy machinery as, say, Isaac. However, you know computer systems and you know ship systems. You do not feel the hum of energy flowing through this at all. Like, usually there's a subtle vibration that all ships have because of the amount of power that flows through some of their power systems. And older ships like this, even though it's a more modernized version than the Helios, you don't feel any activity. It's still warm to the touch, like it was just shut off. But it doesn't sound—it doesn't feel like a comms unit. Um. Okay, uh, I'm gonna close that box and. Um. Do I hear any movement in any direction, around me? Um. No, you hear ambient noises of the hull of the ship. And things that are softly banging against the walls from the gentle spin as mm. some of the rooms on the ship don't have gravity activated. So you just hear occasionally groaning metal, like the sounds of distant metal. Like imagine if you were in the hull of a ship at sea during gentle waves and it was totally dark. You would hear sort of the same ambient sounds of the ship that's moving, but is completely asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to go to another window, whatever's okay. closest, and look outside and just see what I see. Do I see the Elios? Do I see a, uh, an Elliot? You see the vast... Isaac. No, Isaac. You just see the vast emptiness of infinite space. I'm going to wait here for the spin to get a full, or at least of this angle, uh, maybe get a glimpse of the Elios. Okay. While you're doing that, in the med bay, as the power goes, everything shuts off. Take right. your data pad, everything shuts off. Things that are not connected to ship systems, it all just goes completely dark. And this room becomes pitch black. You hear Lindsay just go, fuck. Exactly. Okay. Um, we have zero visibility in here. Zero. Like nothing. It's pitch black. It is. Okay. You are in a totally dark room now. Hey, Doc, you stole a cigarette from someone at our last stop. Any chance you've stolen any matches recently? Gee, mother, is there any chance I took a lighter? <laughs> if you spend a story point, I'll give you a lighter. I will spend the story plate, and I would also like to add with this, if I could, that the doc has secretly been smoking <laughs> the, the stress got to him. Um, wait, wait. Oh, Doc has started smoking? Just, don't smoke, kids. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. But, he, but it he will she, relieve like, a point of stress. Sheepish, sheepishly, the doc kind of goes, I ain't proud of this, Tig, but <laughs> um, out of life. I am going to reward everyone. Tig, Martha, Albright, you're all going to gain one point of stress 
as so the true. as the lights go out. So Did you say award? You really yeah. said award. It's Congratulations. Award for me. Hey, <laughs> we we earned this stress. Y'all y'all have been fighting all campaign and I want you to have this stress. Thank it's... you. I appreciate that. So such a gift. No problem. <laughs> um so if Albright lights it up, um Tig's gonna find one of the, the just like metal dishes, uh put a bunch of gauze in it and a little bit of um rubbing alcohol and just gonna like in the center of the room just make us a little like, cause we're still working, right? Like, we're still working mm-hmm. on our patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we need light. Uh, so, yeah, she's just going to Doc is going to go. I think now's about the time that we put them in the EV suits. I believe that one of the symptoms of the solar flare was that communications would start to go out. And while this may have, this isn't exactly communications, I have reason to believe it all stems from the same thing. <sighs> not surprising. Uh, have, wait, have we not? We Weren't we, didn't we already put them in? I remember you narrating I'm, op- that we started I'm operating under the assumption that, that at the very least that their body, maybe not their head, like you may not have the helmets on, but my, I'm operating under the assumption that all while all this has been happening, mm-hmm. the two of you have been putting the most vulnerable patients, yeah. have completed okay. putting them in an EV suit. Excellent. And if there's anything that like we can still do with like part of it unzipped while we work on stuff, I am assuming just as much as possible because these people yeah. were in really, really rough shape. Yeah, anything you can do. Now, let me go ahead and... So you you know exactly what's in play here. Right now, I warned you as a GM in, in narrative what y'all would be up against. Let me tell you above table what the mechanic is. So right now, currently, the Broadwater, indeed any ship in the area, is being bombarded with weak radiation right now. Now, I've already made the roll. Once per shift, I roll a single die. Um, that's one rad per shift right now. Radiation is starting to bombard the ship. I did not get a success. So everyone is fine. Who is exposed right now? Uh, the way radiation works in this game is, is that if I ever roll a success, you're going to, you gain a radiation point and you must roll a number of dice equal to your current accumulated rads. And for every success you roll, you get a point of damage. That's not the real danger, though, here. I mean, obviously it can kill you. The real danger, though, is this could be permanent. If you'll you'll note on your character sheet that there is an area for radiation, being one of the deadliest things humans can ever come in contact with, radiation will be permanent if you are exposed to it for too long. It, it's a roll. So once you are clear of radiation, I roll the number of dice of how many rads you accumulated. If any of them come up a facehugger, that is forever on your character so it keeping really has been on this character sheet this whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> yep it's there it's one of the it's one of the great dangers of space travel so in this case uh y'all i've so you have an entire shift right now because it's weak radiation at the moment so i'm not rolling again for another few hours of game time so everyone's okay that being said i'm gonna go ahead and tell you isaac you really don't have to worry about it until we start hitting the extreme levels of radiation that's when it's going to affect everything so if it gets that far otherwise you don't have to worry weak radiation is not going to affect you permanently um given this given the specific ideology of this Mm -hmm. um (laughs) is they're also like we know what solar flares do to electronics. Yep. How gonna... how am I on that front? Rads like you know get get. I'm not worried about getting microwaved. I'm I'm I'm. Does um, my brain go flicker when my lights do? So 
curiously enough, you do actually have internal circuitry. I thought about this because it the rules actually do not confront the issues of what EMP does to synthetics in the alien universe. You might think that this is just kind of a go-to. However, so much of the synthetics in the alien universe are an extraordinary mix of... Uh, th there is a lot of, of tech of tech that builds you, but so much of it is synthetic life. It's so much constructed, bioengineered kind of stuff that is also incorporated in and enhanced dense fibers and whatnot. But I will say that if we are following what I have seen every time I saw David get his head ripped off or Ash get completely destroyed, you did see wires. You did see circuitry. So here's how I'm going to do this. Um, I'm going to have you... I think what I'll do is I'll have you make me a roll for this. And I'll say... <laughs> no, 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 no. Um... I'm going to say, make a wits roll. Yep. Yep. I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need a, a, a story thing. A story points. Man, <laughs> was there ever a time oh, to use God. one. Uh, by the way, for that story, the previous story point, thank you so much, Guru Matt. In uh, this one, thank you so much, Etherspoon. All right. So. Does, does their roughneck toughness help at any point no. with their constitution? No, this is not home. this. <laughs> I appreciate the hell out of you for trying to Bonnie Gordon to negotiate this, but uh, unfortunately, this this EMP just, uh, is going... No, I don't blame bon you. I would have asked you. Bon-gotiate? Bon-gotiating? Bon-gotiate, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm just going to roll it. Get ready, Elisa, because you are going to, as Bonnie's GM, you're going to get some of the most brilliant... What if I rolled this to do this with stats and skills? You would, you're like, how does that have anything to do? And then you're like, wait a minute. That's kind of, huh? <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie will test you. Everything's acrobatics. You will, if you you will just grow. Think about it. Yeah. Everything is acrobatics. If you, <laughs> all right. What did you roll? No, it's like observation roll, but worse. So with one success, you're going to stay conscious. You're going to stay conscious, Fantastic. but you are. Uh, I'm going to say, we'll, we'll wait until things move forward, but let's just put it this way. When the lights go out, Isaac, you become aware that for a split second, you have trouble getting a response from your limbs for a second. They just stop communicating to you for a moment. And as you get it back, it comes back to you for a moment as you flex your fingers. Um, but you can tell. You can just tell that there has been a wave, an electromagnetic pulse that has slammed into this ship right now is probably being saturated with particles that are riding ahead of the solar plasma wave. Oh, what was the last update that we got about Isaac? You haven't heard a thing from Isaac since they left the airlock, which was about 20 minutes ago at this point. Alright, in that case, uh I think Doc is gonna go uh Tig, if if you don't mind, I think I can wrap things up here with the folks I got. Make sure everybody's snug and comfortable in their EVs. 
if there's any way for you to check in on Isaac, I, I, I sent them out there and we haven't heard a word and I'm getting worried. Is that doable from a mechanical standpoint, uh, GM? Like, to, do I have to, do I, like, because I started the role, do I have to stay and finish the, like, turn or the uh, shift? Uh, oh, if or can you, I, like, if you want the res- am I allowed to leave or is this going to mess up all of our, our roles here? If either one of you want the results of your medicine check, you have to stay here for the remainder of the shift to work on them. Otherwise, you don't get mm. it. Okay, I thought we, I thought we hit, we're almost at the end. Yeah, no, I, think, yeah, I think we've still, yeah, I was like, y'all have only been, y'all have been on board Ooh. for less than an hour. Yeah, it's not, not great. The shift is what six hours, five hours? Uh, it could be three to five hours. Three to five hours, okay. Yeah, it varies. Mileage may vary. Doggy, all right. Then let's let's try and get this done as expeditiously as possible. Rally up the rest of the crew. See about making sure that that goober doesn't blow up our ship. Martha, make me an observation check. And this might alarm you, but you don't get a penalty on it. Okay, okay. Why didn't I story point? (laughs) I have no answer for you. I can only remind y'all so many times. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh no what happened how did it just no successes just none okay Blech. in which case uh you're not gonna see it first you're gonna see it about the same time you're spotted but um oh, as you're in the corridor feeling it you hear a, a hissing noise and you see light explode on the wall in front of you immediately glancing down the hallway and there's a precious moment where life is still normal as you make eye contact with a man clad in all black holding what looks like a flare of some kind. He does not look like he's crew. He has a pulse rifle in his hand. It looks like he has his helmet is off and he's holding it up and the two of you have made eye contact. He's about, I'd say about medium range from you when he spots you at just the edge of his flare. Um, mm, can I, may I uh, declare that as someone who is in the Colonial Marines, seeing someone with a pulse rifle dressed in all black unannounced doesn't feel right to me, and I would try to take cover? I'll give you this, Martha. Every Marine instinct in your body tells you you have encountered a hostile. Yeah. You have encountered a hot, this is, this guy was... Not announced, not in the crew. Uh-huh. He's coming with a flare. He is armed. There is nothing that identifies him. There is no patch, no rank, no nothing on his body. And he's dressed head to toe in tactical looking uh, EV suit and gear. I would like to duck into whatever room it was. I looked out the window. Um, well, you weren't actually looking out the window in a room. This was literally in the corridor. Right. Whatever the closest room is, I'd like to duck into. Okay. And then ready my rifle. All right. So uh, roll initiative. Okay. D10, yeah? Yep, D10. Come on. Roll low, roll low, roll low. No. <laughs> I rolled a nine. I rolled an eight. Um, for, for Sam, Sam rolled a five. I rolled a six and a seven. So it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, How is this group rolling a straight? 
Holy shit. What is going on? <laughs> I see what you did. Ta tactical reasons. <laughs> tactical reasons. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, one sec. I can't believe I got initiative here. You did. Two things. You throw yourself forward, Martha, on your turn. You just jump for the nearest doorway. The door does not open. You collide with it, but you're in the entryway of the door. So you are in are the there alcove. Any that open doorways here? That because I wouldn't have gone to a closed door. Just saying. Ooh. Are there any open entryways that I can go? You can choose to try to search for an open door if you want. So I don't see any open doors. In front of you, you see you see what well so. Just to be clear, every door is going to be closed until you choose to enter it. And like Trek, it'll open up, but the power is off. Oh, so right, when you okay. leapt forward to go through the door, it did not respond to you and you collided against it. But you are in the alcove, that big opening alcove. So you still got cover. Okay. You're just not you're just not in the room that's on the other side of the door. You'll have to pry any door you come across open unless there is a malfunction in one of these doors. And you can try to search for it. But if you leave the radius of his flare, you're in total darkness again. I just want it cover. That's okay. Why I was That's thinking. what I figured. Yeah. So you've got cover, but you don't got the room. You just jump over to okay. that side of the hallway, and there's enough of you where if you press yourself back against the door completely, you have total cover. Uh, great. I would like to. I recently took quick draw. Okay. Leave means I don't have to use an action to draw my weapon. That's correct. Which means you could aim with that with that action. Well. No, because you used your move action to throw yourself on the other side, but it does mean right. that you can quick draw and fire. I will. If you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna oh boy, you're about to you're about to startle this guy. All right, so go ahead and you aim down the hall. This is going to be story dice. Yes, story point. Please, story please take a story down. So I didn't want to be that guy, but I'm no, like, be that guy. Please, please. good, good. So medium We're range. Not in the thick of it, we gotta remind them. Yeah. Uh -huh. So medium range. Now keep in mind that you. Oh, you did you, say medium. It's medium range. Uh, you do keep in mind though your your pistol is going to give you a bonus to the shot, but you are going to subtract one die because it's medium range. Can I? I'm so sorry. To what's ask up? This. Yeah. What's up? Since you did you did declare medium range before, can I adjust it to say I pulled my pistol instead of my rifle? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you pulled your pistol. I yeah, said you did rifle. say you pulled your pistol. Yeah, that's oh, what I, I heard. Did? I heard pistol. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In my brain, I said rifle, but okay. Uh, Great. Yeah. No. Then, yeah. 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 Is cool. it is is so why I, is is the pulse rifle short range? Is that why? The pistol is medium range, and the pulse rifle is long range. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Then that just means those are the maximum ranges in which they could fire. The penalty is going to be the oh, same no matter okay. what. Yeah. So oh. if you wanted to pull your pulse rifle, you can do it. It's still going to be a negative one to shoot. Oh, okay. Then I yeah. no, the pistol would be better because I have a higher bonus on the pistol. Okay. So I'll still get a plus one. Yeah. Because pulse rifles two. are yeah. good for spray and pray, but if you want to do precision shooting, it's the pistol. Um, that okay. makes sense. All right. Uh, although I will point out, your pulse rifle does have armor piercing rounds. Dang, the right. yeah, I'm just saying that the Colonial Marine pulse rifle is no joke. That thing is dangerous. So I'll get if I roll with a pulse rifle, then my bonus is just zero because it's negative one. But you're already getting an um, auto success, keeping that in mind because you've spent that story point. And um, whatever I roll, okay, yeah. I'll use the pulse rifle. So yeah, for the so the pulse rifle. Um, so just real quick, it should tell you on the sheet what your bonus is. Uh, 
because the, the pulse rifle will tell you what benefits it gives you. Uh-huh. Do you have okay. it written down? It's on the Demiplane site, too, so it should tell you a oh, full list. Oh, I can look it up then. Yeah. yeah. It should tell you a full list. Oh, I can show you right here. Um, Demiplane says, armor-piercing full auto, and it's got, <laughs> it's got a grenade launcher. You oh, don't yeah. have to use it. <laughs> but um, you can go full auto with it, which is another story. But armor-piercing is where things get nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay, let's let's do it. Okay. So, I'm sorry, am I rolling? So you're going to roll, so this is ranged combat, so you're going to roll your agility plus ranged Mm -hmm. combat. You're going to subtract one die, Mm -hmm. and then if the pulse rifle adds any extra, which I don't think it does, it's plus, oh, it's plus Plus one. one. So that'll cancel out the negative one from medium range. So you've got one success already. Everything you're rolling for right now is just bonus. Okay. Thank you, story point. Uh, yeah, let me get that for you. I'm just looking up armor piercing right now. Okay. Pretty, pretty good. Armor. It's a well-seasoned shot. Mm-hmm. Got some seasoning on that. Okay, well, one second. I'm seeing armor piercing reference, but I'm actually having trouble finding. I'm just looking around, looking around. Looking around, um, looking around. Gear. Gear. Yep. <laughs> <We found laughs> yeah. Gear. Yep. Looking in the gear Rifles. section. It's it's just it's a bonus that I freaking love the demi plane stuff. Yeah, it's great. M41A is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Where is that? Do you see it? I don't see it yet. The Aramat M41A scoped rifle. That's my favorite. That's what I used in our one shot. Where is the M41A? Ah, that was so much rifle. Um, there it is. The Aramat 141A pulse rifle. The details page. Okay. Oh, I guess I can just search it. Yeah, that's the thing. If you ever have trouble, you can just search there that. There it is. Found it. Yeah. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Armor piercing full auto. Yeah, what you said. What you said. I just want to find out what the effects are of armor piercing. If it ignores armor altogether or if it halves it. That's what I'm trying to mm-hmm. discover. Um, so let me just look that up real quick because that's definitely going to come into play because I'm pretty sure. How many successes did you get out of curiosity? Oh, I got two additional successes. Mm. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be some that is the pain train right there. All right, let me Sorry y'all. Stay bear with me real quick. It was it's been a hot minute since we've had a rules yeah. a rules yeah. pause. Uh, okay. Just a moment. We're doing violence against Loading. our fellow humans. <laughs> Close combat uh, damage. Is this the U two three eight? Found it. It's a armor armor piercing trait has the armor rating of the target. Okay. Halves it. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. Excellent. So how many successes was that? I got two on top of that story point at success. Okay. So with two additional successes, um, you can add plus one to damage. You can force the opponent to make a panic roll. You, the opponent drops a held item, though I will say that the weapon that he's wielding has a strap on it, so he's not dropping it to the floor. Okay. Um, he, uh, you can make the opponent go prone and get pushed back. Uh, plus one damage. Plus one damage, so a total of how much? So having his armor, what's his armor? Um, well, so don't worry about his armor. You've oh. got you've, you're using the M4A1 pulse rifle, which does a base damage oh, of two, two, and you rolled two additional plus damage, two, so and four. then you add plus one to that. Do I? 
Because two, and then you rolled two successes, and you decided for the stunt to give an additional success. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So five. So five damage. Is he dead? You just shot him to hell. You open fire just on on pure adrenaline and instinct. The Marine in you kicking in, you whip up the pulse rifle. Just aim it down the corridor, and the barrel lights up the corridor as the thunderous explosion of the gun erupts. You see him just twitch and throw himself back up against the wall as the flare spins out and hits the ground, clatters to the ground, and he pitches forward and smashes into the grating. Okay, now that he's down, not moving, I'm sure he's, like, out, done, Zoe's... He is. He is quite yeah. dead. Then I'm going to walk over and just take a quick look. What's what going was your on? initiative, Martha? Search. Eight. Oh, Eight? God. The other ones. You take one step out of that alcove, and the moment you do, mm-hmm. the moment you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was too quick. I should have waited. Somebody whips out from the other corner and opens fire. Oh, God. As a pulse oh, rifle, corner? Uh, the corner Which that corner? that that guy walked out of like a junction, like a cross point. He stepped into the corridor. Okay. He dies, okay. and somebody behind him whips around the corner and opens fire from cover. Got it. And okay. is going to open fire on you, but you have partial cover, and so he's going to get uh, minus two dice okay. to hitting you as Good. his pulse rifle. He starts shooting back at you from where he is. Um, by the way. Everyone in the med bay is hearing that. I was just you about are, to ask. You are all here. Oh, my God. That is echoing all up and down the ship as gunfire erupts from the corridor of the main hub of the ship. Everyone's going to hear that after this Does round. Does Isaac hear it? Uh, Isaac is not going to hear it, unfortunately. Um, three. Okay, so... Um, minus two dice, because you were behind cover. Oh, 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 medium range. Nope, yep. Uh, oh, I got two successes. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, thank you uh, for that story point. That was Duran452. Thank you. Where are we at with those, by the way? One, two, three, four. You've spent five now. And we have... How many left? You have left. You have one, two, three, four, five left. Okay. That's a good number. Um, and, uh, okay, so two. Um, go ahead and roll a single. Oh, no, because it's armor piercing. Um, Does my armor rating matter here? Uh, when it's one, I don't know if the official rule, if it says you round down, if it's one. I'm treating it if, like I'm treating it as if you have one armor, then it ignores the one armor. If you have two armor, it's one armor, because oh, it's having it. So, an armor rating of six. Oh, because you've got your colonial marine gear on. I mean, That's, I assumed I did, right? Yeah. Okay. Plus the, do you plus the EV suit over it? So that is that seven. Yeah, that would give you one bonus point of armor. So roll seven dice, if you would, please. You come in <laughs> clutch today, <laughs> colonial marines, man. There is a reason why they're the unstoppable force of the alien universe. They are, they are mofos. All right. So how much is that? So two successes. Two. Okay. So you're going to mitigate. Uh, I'm going to do an additional point. I rolled two successes. Everything after. So two, 
So three, and you so okay. So you're gonna take a single point of damage. Bullets riddle the side of the wall that you're on as gunfire erupts. Uh, one of them just rips right past, it tears into the EV suit. Um, you can feel that it's a grazing shot, but you're going to take one point of damage okay. from the shot. That's his action. Is my suit now uh, pierced? or? It is. It's damaged. Okay. Right. You can repair it, though. Okay. Yep. You can always repair those. So, Good to know. Um, and that's it. That's it for that. Um, everyone, as I'm cutting back to Isaac to find out what the hell is going on, you guys in the med bay, all of you hear gunfire erupting in the in this ship. Everyone looks at each other for a moment in shock as you hear this. Tig, you look up, very familiar sound to you. And Lindsay just goes, what the fuck? And we have to stop for our break. This is 7.30. Ah! So we'll be back in 10 minutes. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for the giveaway. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to jump right back into the game. Before we do, I want to congratulate Be Open Sky and Dervish Pie for winning the giveaway. You're going to be both given uh, two giveaway codes for the Colonial, Operine, uh, Colonial Marines Operational Manual. It's a mouthful, but it's a wicked cool book, as both Tig and Martha can attest. Uh, very fond of that book. It's really good. Um, all right. Congratulations, y'all. Thank you, Demiplane, as always. Let's go ahead and jump right back into this. Where we left off, actually, we're going to pick it up where uh, what's, we, we, the, the medical bay has just become aware that something very bad is happening. But before we get to what's going on there, this is all, the, the few moments that this has transpired is actually a little behind what's been happening in the cargo bay. Now we are caught up. So cut back to Isaac. You are currently... Uh, positioned, looking sort of up at the guy who's on the top. Because if I remember correctly, you went... It, just remind me, you went back down to the floor, correct? And grabbed hold of one of the cargo containers? Uh, yes, I w the one that had the maintenance jack already on it because I had already put an indeterminate amount of work into oh, right. removing that door. Okay, so... Right. Okay. I, I remember this now. You're on the other side. You use the containers to, to hide yourself from assault from the guy who was trying to get mm -hmm. a beat on you. Yeah. The other guy is across the room and in sort of the middle of the room, about 60 feet from you is the ladder that's going to lead back up into the hatch that you came through. Mm -hmm. so to make it to that ladder, you are going to be out in the open and totally visible to both of your attackers. But I will go ahead and say that you've managed to re grip, reach out and grab the floating maintenance jack right out of the air and snatch it and bring it back to you. Okay. Um, how, how far have I man, did I manage any work before, you know, I was stabbed in the back at uh, getting, at ripping the door, at ripping a side of the container off? I would say you had literally just begun. You okay. had just begun ripping open a container. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, if you want to, Isaac, I don't mind telling you that based off the fact that the entire ship seems to have gone dark, it's safe to say that the ship has been hit by the oncoming radiation spike. Uh, the solar flare has hit the ship. Yeah. I would, I would agree. Um, it still seems like 
it would help prevent radiation damage were I to seal a halt breach. Is that a correct assessment based on my profession as an engineer? Uh, yeah, that's actually a great question. So here's how this is going to work. And this is going to help you, Sam, get liberated from a decision here. Essentially, I've already made the roll for this shift. So it's done. In three more hours, I'm going to roll again. If at any point between now and this and that next shift starts, if you seal that hull, I won't roll. So basically, you got three hours to close up that hatch before I make another rad check. Also, EM check. Are we are we commingling those? I am tracking that one uh, behind the GM screen. Okay. Um, but with with getting ship systems back online will depend wholly on if you guys are still in the middle of being bombarded by particles from the oncoming. Because the way this works, as especially I think as a synthetic who is, operates mostly in space, you would know this, and I think anybody else who operates in space would know this, is there are three stages to a solar flare. There is the initial communications blackout, then there is the EMP, and then there is the plasma. Um, the plasma is probably about... The, that is always the slowest moving one. That's probably hours and hours away. No way to tell how long, but the particle EMP burst is what hits first. So getting things up and repaired will depend on whether or not that part has passed and if that wave is gone. You'll have a window of time but you won't know for sure until you get to work with the systems as to whether or not you guys are out of it. The fact that you're still operating, though, is promising. Yeah, honestly. Um, I still think these objectives can all work in unity, um, but if I've bought myself at least that measure of time, then... The first thing I will focus on doing will be to spider climb the webbing in this zero grab down to attempt to lose line of sight from both of them and then work on extracting the knife from my back. Okay. So you use your move action to crawl back down to the bottom floor. Okay. It takes no no mobility checks or anything. You're able to use the webbing to just silently drift down to the bottom. When you get to the bottom, you reach behind you. Um, go ahead and make... I'm going to say make a roll for this. Um, let's get creative here. Roll to extract blade from spine. Um, if I were a real stinker, I would say this is a mobility roll because it is a hypermobility roll. Actually, was what I was looking at. Dude, we have to stop. We have yeah. to stop this. We can't. We so, simply cannot. <laughs> Go ahead and make your mobility All check right. then. Isaac, have you done your yoga? Oh my goodness. One. One Isaac has done his yoga. I saw a whole you, bunch of like fives and fours and... You do not have to roll another soak check as you withdraw the knife. <laughs> it makes a thudding sound as you pull this. Yeah, it's a combat knife. It's about yay big. Black blade. You're guessing it's probably... The blade's probably roughly about this long. Yep. yep, yep. Easily long enough to kill somebody. And now it's Isaac's knife. Yeah. You've got a knife. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a knife. <laughs> what have you got? 
knife. I have a knife. We miss you, Gina. We miss you. All right. Um, all right. So, I... That's that's a slow and a fast action, I think. So that's what I have for the moment, isn't it? Okay. Uh, yes. Um, so yeah. I have to make a mobility check for dude at the top. Let's see. That's going to be Isaac, who's on a five. This guy is going on How a six. How dark is it in here? Can they figure out, like... It's does that really mobility play into a stealth check, maybe, too? A little um, bit? It's going to give you... It's it's not necessarily playing into a stealth check unless you tell me you're hiding. However, it's giving him a big penalty on trying to shoot you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. I don't like being shot. Yeah, you can't tell... It, it's the the difference between the room that you're in and everybody else is you have a lot of exposure to the outside. There is a little bit of ambient light coming through that uh, the open hatch. Not a lot. It's enough to illuminate the ladder. Oh, Ridley Scott would love this. Yeah, oh, totally. That no. cinematographic <laughs> yeah, nerd. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a total shot for Ridley. Uh, okay, let's see. Ugh. I can't believe Wolves was canceled on HBO. Well, everything was canceled on HBO. All right, let's see. Everything was canceled. Four, ranged combat. This is a pulse rifle. This is technically medium range, so zero. And yeah, okay. And it's dark. And it's dark. No <gasps> I successes. I have blades. In the dark. <laughs> you are literally holding a blade in the dark. Yes. Um, you briefly get, uh, you briefly pinpoint where the second attacker is because the entire room lights up with bare muzzle flare as he opens fire from top, the, the top area of the, the cargo container. Granted, the muzzle flare is seriously muted out here. However, it, it's enough that you see the flashes and you can hear the... Um, there's sparks that pop all around you. One of the containers next to you starts, you see little air just start drifting out from one of the damaged units, but he utterly misses you. That's going to be his action. Then the other guy on the other side of the room is going to make a mobility check to try to get back into the action. He has completely lost sight of you. Um, actually, he is going to, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so mobility check. Yeah, he gets two successes. He launches himself across the room and vanishes. Not sure where he went. Second action. Okay. That's the end of that round. So we're going to move back up into the ship. And now at this point... I'm going to ask, uh, before we start, I'm going to call this a fresh round of combat, but I'm having everyone keep their initiative. I just need uh, Doc and Tig to join in on this. As we are in full combat mode. So Doc... An eight from Tig. An eight from Tig. <laughs> How about you, Doc? Sorry, I've been I've been out of combat so long I forgot how to do it. Just, Just a roll D10. a D ten. Normally it's a oh, okay. it's a deck of cards, but since we're not using a VTT and we're not in person, gotcha. I'm just having people roll a D ten. Uh I rolled a one. Okay, Doc. Oh, nice. <laughs> um the adrenaline has kicked in. Uh yeah, you guys, uh, don't forget, um, you you should all, except for Isaac, obviously, everyone has a single point of stress, so don't forget that in your dice pools. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. all right, so going first, Doc. 
the gunfire. We are now in full. Everybody is in play now. Everyone has rolled initiative. I rolled initiative for Lindsay, who's also going to take an action. But, um, Doc, you are up first. What would you like to do? You hear the gunfire down the corridor. A lot of it. Multiple burst rounds coming from down the corridor and shouting as well. Okay. Um, we still have that mobile gentleman that's injured, but, like, still moving yeah, one right. of the crew members was in here with us. Uh-huh. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're talking... Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I know uh, you're talking about... Um, Yeah, with the engineer. Yeah. His name is, just as a quick refresher, his name is uh, Shinzu Fukushima. And he, right. his eyes widen in shock when he hears the gunfire. All right, son. I'm going to need you to round up every sedative and painkiller that you can and bring them to me. Um, And I think while still, like, I think uh, he's going to get as close to the sound of gunfire as he can. Um, and I would like to use command. <laughs> okay. To try and give Martha uh, some help here. Oh, hold up. When you say you're trying to move as close to the sound of gunfire as you can, does that mean you're leaving the med bay and going out into the Oh, quarter? no, I mean, while still, like, it's I'm like assuming since I can hear the gunfire, I can kind of, like, yell from the med bay. He wants to yell in that direction. Uh, uh, you could do that, but I would say don't roll because Martha's. There's no way Martha's hearing that. Martha explicitly oh, okay. told me that she was going to the end of the ship, and was Dang. making her way back when she That's encountered true. these guys. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Doc wouldn't know that, so he would still yell. Okay, um, so you just shout back out of the corridor. Yeah, I, I guess uh, he's trying to, he's trying to bamboozle the other ones going. Don't worry, the backup's on the way. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tig, you, you catch on yeah. immediately what Albright's trying to do here. Tig goes, okay, I guess that's me. It's not my turn now. So, um, so that's uh, going to be yeah. your turn? Yep, that's my turn. All right, one second here. The absolute wrong person rode well on initiative. So no, I you mean, always want the buff support class on top. Be like, do this, and then it's like, thank you for the bonus to do this. <laughs> you're great. You're perfect. You're wonderful. Oh, okay, my cat is awesome. Oh, 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 it's too late. No, what do you want to do? <laughs> I was gonna be like, why did I give the command to Tig? Because Tig's yeah. gonna go and fight. If you want, if you want to do that, you can. We haven't left your round it, yet. All right, then I think, yeah, yeah I, I think uh, instead of trying to fool them, he's going to go to Tig and go, I've got the patience from here. I want to make sure that I can protect them as best I can, but you got to go out there and give Martha some help. And you come back and you bring Martha with you. You got it, Captain. And that's the command. Okay, when you say that, it's she's not taking action because it's not her round of initiative, but Lindsay, right. Lindsay says, I'm going with you. All right. I have uh, a weapons locker. Oh. Let's go suit up. Um, by the way, because at the beginning of this particular mission that you guys were given, I did specify that pirates were a possibility, which is why you wanted to be armed when you were checking out a disabled ship in the middle of nowhere with all these variables into play. That's why Martha is completely armored the F up and ready to go in case something went down. Tig. I have uh, my UPP rifle. <laughs> you have I your UPP at rifle? At the beginning okay. of the adventure, I did Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. remember you mentioning that. I'm mostly asking what your armor situation is. I don't think you were wearing... Because you don't get Colonial Marine armor because you're, you're not in... You're not in... I would have had to return that. That was one of the things that we said that I had that I would not have 
in my you had to, anymore. If I remember correctly, you had to pick what you brought with you, and you mm -hmm. decided to take your combat med kit that was mm -hmm. super mega awesome, if I remember mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, cool. I got, like, some miscellaneous, like, I got some, like, never sleep and some, like, oh, I got to keep my pistol. That's right. You got your service and my, pistol and my and my med kit. That's what I, that's what I got to keep. So I don't okay. unless unless we have something separate from Beacon. I'm just in regular gear. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, so the two of you, uh, that's on your round. Um, Lindsay, mm -hmm. when it's her turn, she's going to follow you out into the corridor to find out what the f is going on. So that's one. That was on turn. That was for... T oh, well, Tig, you don't go yet. Yeah, on, I don't go yet. Yeah. That's just what you're planning on doing. So Doc <laughs> ends his round. Next up is actually oh. going to be... What's up? Oh, uh, just real quick. Uh, would Tig get a bonus or no? Yeah. Did you... You used your command ability, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I, is that going to give Tig? I do believe I have to roll off okay. command you give yeah. whatever my success is. Make your... Yeah. Roll your dice. Okay, dokie. Um... That's going to be a plus two bonus. A plus two bonus. <laughs> Here comes Tig. <laughs> um, all right. So, Tig, you'll have a plus two bonus. And this is going to go to any role that Tig wants. Is that right? Only on, only on the next one that's in pursuit of the command. Oh, okay. So, you said go help Martha. Mm -hmm. So, you meant... Okay. So, yeah, Tig... On your next shot against bad guys, it's going to be ouch time. All right, so that's going to be your round. Uh, next up is... Um, he... Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Stand by. So I'm activating a maneuver here. A maneuver? A maneuver. Again, Eddie Izzard's con uh, stand up about <laughs> Dr. Heimlich. <laughs> Darling, come in here. I've invented a maneuver. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I need to rewatch that. Uh, mm -mm. Okay. Uh, one moment. To be actions and initiative. Very good. Okay, crawl. Oh, interesting. Okay. They give it to you in Mutant Year Zero, but you don't get that action in Alien. Fascinating, Captain. All right. Is that true? Do you hold on? Holding. Um. Oh, there it is. It's got a different name. Okay, never mind. Um, okay. Uh, you're going to get shot at again, Eliza. Another burr around a burst fire. Okay. Survive. Sorry. That movie. That movie, I swear to God. <laughs> it should not have gotten away with what it got away with, and yet. And yet. Um, okay, so. Uh, all right, let's see, agility, but darkness and cover, so ranged, and then, yeah, yeah, darkness, my old friend, and then cover, Pfft. yeah, uh, 
Ooh, one success. Roll soak if you would, please. Okay. Eliza. It's terrifying that one shot can take you out this game. The combat in Alien is lethal. You definitely. Two successes. Bullets again. Um, Eliza, as as bullets spark the the hallway all around you, lighting up the area where you are taking cover, your combat instincts tell you there's multiple shooters at the end of the hall shooting back at you. It's not just one dude that's ducking from around the corner. Somebody else has entered in the fray. And they just fired out of that turn. Um, so that's going to be that action. Um, and then next is... Okay. Yep. Oh, hold on. I got to switch. They did that in reverse order. Okay, so... Okay. Um, five, six is... Uh, six is dude... This is a fresh round, so six is actually we're back in the we're back in the cargo bay. Um Okay, so guy who missed and flew across the room to try to shoot Isaac, who is bumped, slammed into the wall, he is going to use a move action, grab hold of the side and pull himself in a certain direction to try to find out. He is actually going to Oh, you know what though? Uh no no, no. before he does that, he is going to use Um <laughs> It's dark in here. Oh, so he's going to get a penalty to this check. He tries to activate his flashlight, and it does not click on. Um, okay, that was that was all of his actions. His buddy is going to... Uh, I'm going to give him less of a penalty because he's got the high ground Anakin. Um, the Andy's gate's always down. Um, okay. What would he do? Okay. I know what he's doing. All right. That's their action. That's seven and now eight. So we're going to start with you. Uh, on eight is actually Isaac. You're on a five. Oh, we skipped mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. This will take place next. Sorry. All right. No worries. I have so many initiatives in front of me. That's very fair. I'll take some. Uh, I, I lost sight of the guy who stabbed me. Mm -hmm. I still have sight on the other guy. Uh, okay. The guy who stabbed you was the guy who launched himself off and yep. tried to shoot at you. You've got, you could see him if you just leaned around the corner, you could spot him theoretically. Okay. The guy above you is out of sight right now because he didn't follow you around the container. Okay. That was the one who made the mobility check? It's, uh, one of them made the mobility check and then went out of sight. So. Uh, oh, you're right. No, no, no. The I guy, thought it was stabby guy. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. It was a stabby guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's one guy on top of the containers and there's one yeah. guy on the other side of the room. All the right. guy on the other side of the room, you could peek around the corner and see. If you if you succeeded an observation check, Maybe. remembering yeah. that it is super dark in here. However, yep. he is closer to that ladder, that shaft of light that is ambient starlight coming through. So you have a less of a penalty of spotting him. But I think for this, mm -hmm. having climbed back down and removed this knife, I'm going to climb back up. Okay. Isaac makes a decision. 
you don't technically have to make a mobility check here because nothing is stopping you from propelling yourself towards the ceiling except for just grabbing and pulling. If you want to stealth. make a stealth check, though, yep. that is different. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. So go ahead and make a stealth check, and it's going to be versus his observation check. And this is not going to be good for him because you are going to be... Uh, oh, yeah, no, he's because he hasn't had a chance to move yet. Um, okay. He hasn't gotten LOS on me. No. Yeah, no. So, okay, so then... You are going to get a plus two die bonus to this check, and he is going to get a minus two bonus, a minus two penalty to the observation roll. Uh, go ahead and make your check. Nope, no successes. Well, I can't stunt, but I do get the job done. You drift up totally silent. Not surprising, because you're in vacuum, but just like a shadow, you just drift up to the top. Um, because you succeeded in the stealth check, it was never in question as to whether or not you were going to make any noise or be quick and stealthy. It was really a question as to whether or not he'd see you coming. He doesn't. You succeeded on your stealth check. When you get to the top of the containers, you see he is currently in the middle of signing to his companion, who you assume also does not have use of the radio. And it looks like they're using sign language to each other. And he is in the process of pointing in the direction where he thinks you are and making a sign to go around to the side. He does not know. His friend, however, spots you emerging from behind. You have the action. Go ahead and make your roll. His gun is strapped around him. I take the gun and I'm going to put my feet into his back. So pushing him effectively against the strap. The strap may or may not break. Either way, it won't feel wonderful for him. I would like his gun. His, he was signing. So he doesn't have them in his hands, right? He has no. He's using one hand to sign. So okay. he's he's basically using combat like signing. It's not right. it's not full on ASL or anything anyway. like that. Okay, so you're gonna make this is a grapple check. The good news yes. is is because you are surprising him, he does not get to try to stop you. <laughs> so all you gotta do. He's get a success on this. I'm not going to make it so you have to stunt because he has no idea you are there. All right. So you I'm going to reserve need... story points because we still have a lot of we have a lot, a lot of go. violence yet left and you don't to know do, and also you know board. saving the day and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need stunts, but they're nice to have. <laughs> okay. So how many successes was that? Two. Sorry. Okay. Two. So what is your intention with the? You're trying to use the gun strap. To pin him? Yeah. Okay, how are, are uh, you... But my principal goal is to disarm him of the gun. Of the assault rifle. Okay, so you're trying to yes. get the assault rifle out of his hand? Okay, yes. well, with that many stunts, you can do it. He doesn't get to stop you because it's a surprise attack. So as he's in the middle of signing, he has his hand down, squeezing the gun, and he's using his left hand to sign to the guy down below. Your hand grabs the gun, and with strength only born of a synthetic you rip it clear of his hand utterly and uh, you just pull the pulse rifle right out of his hand uh that's gonna be your action mm -hmm. okay so isaac now it's his turn uh he is going to i'm going to give him a point of panic <laughs> isaac's got a and he is going to use his maneuver to pull his handgun. And it 
what's the range here? You are practically up in his face. I'm engaged, yeah. You're in engaged range. He is going... Um, oh, that's so funny because it was dark and zero G. You nullified the negative two modifier you'd have gotten for sneaking up to him in, in engaged range. Um, okay, in engaged range, he's actually with a, with a pistol. He is actually going to get a plus three to the shot. Mm-hmm. However, it's going to be a plus one because of the darkness. Hello. Or three. Oh, and he's got a panic die. Oh no, just one for him. Just one. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know yet. No. Scotty doesn't know. (laughs) Here we go. All right. So uh, he panics. Let me, let me make, (laughs) let me check the, uh, the panic table here. All right, so he's rolling it. Oh, this is only his first go. So if he rolls, he needs to roll a six to to full on panic. He rolls a four, so he's fine. He's going to pop off a shot. And Isaac, if you would please roll your soak. All right, let's see. Oh, you've Mm hmm. Don't forget the V suit. Just one. One is all you needed. He rolled base. <laughs> so the <laughs> muzzle flare again as there's a soft noise at point blank as he tries to kill you again, Isaac. You can see the panic in his eyes as you tear the gun free of him, but he pulls it up and, like a pro, he keeps as cool as best he can. He leans back and he opens fire. The gunshot actually causes him to bounce off the bottom as he gets propelled backwards a little bit but it's not from the shot of the gun itself it looks like mostly his panic caused him to push back and so he almost goes prone in front of you his back is on the ground but it's zero g so he is not helpless but the gunshot you you are not entirely sure if you've been shot or not because you actually do not feel 100 percent of your body at the moment your brain is still you're moving fine, but your brain is still trying to get its bearings on what's going on. Uh, that's going to be his action. His friend... Already went. Already went. He skipped me. Yeah, well, no, his friend didn't go because we went back to you. So I, I nullified their oh, actions. Got it. Yeah. So his friend, um, on his turn, <laughs> seeing this happen, um, is not going to risk blowing away his teammate at point and instead uh he's going to make a mobility check and try to engage you guys um what's the, what's the panic added panic when you an ally gets is it when an ally attacks another ally or is it when you see an ally get god uh it, it depends remember. like if okay. you see if you see an ally get shot you can get a point of stress okay, unless you but keeping in mind that people who are trained for combat, like like Marines, for example, mm-hmm. get talents that just completely don't, they don't have to worry That's about fair. that stuff. So they can keep I just can't remember what that, what that was. Oh, shit. He panics. I have to roll. And he fails his roll. Um, he fails his mobility check. And I, oh, he is going to get, okay, so your stress level and the stress level of all friendly PCs in short range of him, which means his buddy is going to get, nope, his buddy's not in short range. Uh, but his panic level drops up to three. 
Um, he uses his mobility check and he fails it and panics. He pushes off the ground to try to come over and engage with you, Isaac. But instead, he over... His mind is telling him professionally, go, go, go. His body, however, second guesses his second guesses his decision still locked in survival instinct he only half commits to the jump and he starts to just slowly drift in the air almost losing his momentum it's a vulnerable position to be in because he has no surface to push himself off of he's literally floating without anything to grab hold of um that's going to be his action um but as that is happening that was uh six sevens so now we're on eights. That's going to be Martha and Tig, both going on eight, as well as one of them. So let's do PCs first. Martha, what are you doing? Uh, remind me. You are... I just got shot out by two different people. Yeah, same direction. They're same, at the end oh, of the oh, hall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not in a crossfire. You're being shot out from the same direction, but uh, you're pinned into this alcove. You've got cover, so it's really hard to hit you. You think they have cover, too. Um... I have a grenade launcher. Does that just mean I have grenades? Yes, it means you've got grenades. You are an active duty colonial marine. Now, I want to go ahead and put this into your head. Uh -huh, Shooting yeah. a grenade down that hallway in a uh -huh. spaceship could have ramifications. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It would solve your, your problems with these guys, perhaps. But there uh -huh. could be ramifications. But like... When do I ever do like dumb risky things as a player? Aliza, like, I will tell yourself. you what I I will tell you what I told Sam on break. I will support anything you do right now. 100% support everything you do. There are lots of containers I can rip off lots of doors. Uh I'm going to launch a grenade. I mean, you know, Let's go! Martha <laughs> Martha as the second round of gunfire opens up and you realize you're pinned down against this wall with multiple hostiles, you don't know how many of them there are. You gauge just what kind of situation it is. You don't know how many of these guys are on the ship. You have no idea what has happened to Isaac, the people in the medical bay. There is a bunch of civilians in there, not combat trained. All they have is TIG. You don't know if Tig is going to walk into this. You're almost certain Tig is going to become charging in here like the cavalry, putting her life at risk too. It's possible you blow a hole in the ship. But that would also solve your problem. It's already messed up ship. <laughs> you step out in a slow motion moment. You aim your pulse rifle as you just take to the corner. You hear that large thick bullet that is a grenade slide into the chamber as you cock it you see the ammo digital readout switch from armor piercing rounds over to four and you see the little symbol indicating you've selected grenades you mount it up on your shoulder and you quickly whip around the corner and goes there's just a hollow sound you fire off a grenade <laughs> So now we are going to look up the grenade rules. And then, if you'll bear with me, I have to look up the damage that is... Um, it's pretty nasty. It's, this I have is, it here. Oh, do you? Okay, uh -huh. so yeah, if you could please tell me exactly what is happening to these poor bastards. Okay. Um, 
All right. So a target hit by a frag grenade suffers explosion damage, blast power nine, plus one <laughs> extra point of damage. All other <laughs> targets one. in the same zone <laughs> suffer explosion damage. Uh, and that's about smoke grenade, but that's not flash grenade. Is this, yeah, I guess, is this a frag grenade? Yeah, this is a frag grenade. Are, yeah, yes. the other two are smoke and flash, but yep. this is, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I got. <laughs> Make your attack roll, please. Story point, story point, okay. story point, story point, story, story point. Story point, story, yeah. story point. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um, I have I have news. Reverse Aquamath, you have the distinct honor of being the story point that sends a grenade down the corridor. Um, so uh, go ahead and make your roll. Uh, this is minus two dice because of the darkness. Okay. And it's at medium range, so an additional minus one. However, minus three total. Minus three total. Okay. Um, and then. Yeah, and so then minus you minus two because I have because um, your your rifle gives a plus one, I believe. I believe the the, the pulse rifle gives a plus one launcher. Yeah, I mean, I may, I imagine when it switches to grenade launcher, the plus one, it's just it's not like an additional plus one. It's just the plus one because it's the, yeah. the, the, the it's the, it's the, the flat itself. plus one. The rifle itself yeah. gives you a plus one because it's right. It's a okay. quality rifle. So okay. So, so hold on. Let me. I'm sorry. I'm so let me tell you the total here. So medium yeah. range, minus two, becomes a negative three. You get a plus one, so it's a negative two to the roll. Okay. So minus two dice to your ranged combat roll here. So I would have added that. Okay, so just minus one more now. Okay. Um, oh, you can aim, too. You can use your action to aim. I feel like I'm... If you don't want to use... Oh, aim yeah, shot, yeah, yeah. Aim shot will give you a plus two, which will completely nullify <laughs> the penalties. <laughs> I'm going to aim. Okay. It makes sense. You're shooting a grenade. This is not precision shooting. This is not duck hunt. You've basically lobbed that thing down. Tell me what you get. Uh, thank God for the story points. Uh, so real quick, how much damage does it say? Blast power nine plus one extra point of damage. Okay. <laughs> so you got a success because you spent you spent that. Thank you. Aqu what was it? Aquarius? Aqu uh, reverse Aquamath. Reverse Aquamath. Aquamath. Reverse yeah. Aquamath. Yeah. Aqua All right. So bear with me here. Oh, yeah. There it is. It was in ranged combat. How about them apples? All right. Mm. Oh, boy. Um, so now, does it, so out of curiosity, does it say you roll nine dice of damage? You know, it doesn't say that on the weapon, so I'm going to look up elsewhere this is I mean, this is generally a... speaking damage is a static number that's what i thought but so... when we use the pistol and rifle we just say it's damage one or damage two mm -hmm. i got the rules for explosions here yeah oh yeah 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 fire away please the force of an explosion is measured in blast power for each person within short range of the blast when the detonation occurs roll a uh, roll a number of base die equal to the blast power for Nine. Any success roll, the victim suffers one point of damage. The roll cannot be pushed. Victims at engaged range from oh. the detonation suffer one extra point of damage. Okay, so ah, what this... Range. Okay, so then that... So shooting the right... So basically shooting the rifle was to determine if you hit your targets. And now the damage is going to be nine base dice, if I'm correct. Okay. 
There's a little more here. Uh, yeah. Effect radius. Uh, powerful charges with a blast power of seven or more can harm people even at medium range. The blast power is then reduced by six if there are many people within medium range of the blast. The GM can simplify the process by rolling once and applying the results to all victims. All right, I'm going to roll the dice here. Okay, so it's nine base dice. And again, thank you, Divi Play. Thank you, Divi Play. Oh. Two, so four, six. Plus one if it was close Alien enough Nexus. to be at engaged range. Mm-hmm. Alien Nexus is the best. The bee's knees. I just put in explosions. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nice. And it, yeah, that's amazing. That's okay, cool. so that's all right. So then their armor. <sighs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, factoring that in too. So we'll say a total of. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's going to hey, be. Like that. That's going to get. We love to be plays in the chat. Mm <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. But, uh, but I am now going to roll on the minor component damage table. Okay. One and two. What do we have to roll to blow up the solar flare? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a bigger grenade. And more story points. Okay. How many oh, you tell the sun to shut up? Shut up, son. <laughs> okay. Here's what happens. Tig, as you're running down the corridor... There is a sudden heat and rush of air as the air inside the ship is exposed to a sudden explosion. Fire at the end of the corridor erupts and it causes the entire corridor that you're in to vibrate violently. Just all of you, everyone, including in the in the cargo bay, hear the vibrations through the deck, the deck plates. Take this wave of heat hits you in the face and you have to drop down to your knee to avoid getting knocked off your feet for a second. Um even though Can I pull um sorry I've forgotten her name. Lindsay? Lindsay's actually not behind you. Oh, okay. She's running to a weapons locker real quick. Oh, okay, okay. So she's she's not immediately behind you. You've technically only just left the room, so you're not actually in the initiative just yet. Um, but the the sudden pulse of air rapidly like accelerating is what nearly blows you back. It's not a forceful reaction, but it's kind of like it takes you by surprise. On your end of the corridor, Martha, that grenade detonates, and immediately your ears feel with ringing as the explosion fills that entire edge of the corridor. And for a second, your hearing is muted as the explosion goes off. Um, when that stage of it is done the next is a bellowing of smoke begins to accumulate in the corridor and through your ringing ears martha you think you hear shouting um make me an observation check real fast and it's at minus two dice 
Oh, you're muted. Boink. Okay. Minus two, you said? Minus two dice. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, you peek around the corner to see what your handiwork hath wrought, and you do not see anybody standing. You don't see a lot because there is just a plume of dark smoke over there. Right. And you can smell the heat, the burn. You're not entirely sure what it is, but it gets so thick into your lungs you can taste it. It smells like your grenade went off into a corridor. It's been a while since you've experienced something like this. Uh, the gunfire has abruptly stopped, though, I will say, at that particular moment. So that's your round of combat. Martha, uh, now this is going to be. Uh, I think all I can do is run, right? Uh, yeah, you can run. I'm just but running it, towards. That's I think that's all I can do at this point. So Tig, you are going to use your mobile. So you can move. If you want to use all of your actions, you can also make it a mobility check, and see if you can't arrive on the scene in this round. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I think you would get the bonus for that mobility check, too. Yeah. That would be the... the if you wanted to... Would... Yeah, it's true. It does come into play because you say... It has yeah. to be the next one, so... Yeah. <sighs> Go ahead and make your roll. Okay. So, plus two from the dock, plus my panic die. Uh, before you roll, yes. Um, lose those two that that two die bonus because it's going to that that bonus is actually going to eliminate the obstacle of running down this corridor in the dark, which would Fair. have been at a negative two penalty. So now it's just a regular mobility check. Okay, cool. Yeah. One success. One success. One success. You leap over a few things that have fallen in the hallway that you certainly would have gone face forward if you had been running and not made that success. You vault over a few things that have fallen over, some equipment. You're not even sure what it is. But, Tig, you start seeing... At first, you think it's just part of the darkness up ahead, but you can still see the crimson glow of a burning flare that's laying on the deck, causing this hellish-looking scene of this glowing red, dark smoke cloud that has accumulated in the middle of the hallway. Make me an observation check as you get there. Let's see if what you can see. Okay. This is when if you succeed, this is where it's going to. Elise is going to be very happy with her handiwork here in a second. Two successes. Two successes. You see two yeah. things. Okay. First of all, the scene, your your instinct as a combat medic firing off, you fought in the you fought in the frontier war and you fought in the colony wars. So you are you are very familiar with what tactics would be used in close quarters combat like this. Martha you're, you're not sure what's happened here, but the first thing you spot is there is a guy 
that has been given up by the burning flare that's on the ground, you can spot him. He's laying on his belly, and it looks like he was in, and no joke, because he was in overwatch position, waiting for somebody to come down that hall so he could riddle them with bullets if somebody was trying to back up Martha. There are a total of three guys in this corridor, and one of them, which would have been the fourth guy, is lying dead on the ground who looks like he's been hit multiple gunshots, probably from Martha at the other side of the corridor. The other three guys are still alive but are rocked from... It looks like one of them is putting out a fire on his on his armor he's like patting it out and shouting one of them is like shaking his head the guy who is on the ground is not paying attention to you right now he would have been waiting to shoot you the moment you were in sight i had that set up i had it written on my sheet overwatch <laughs> um i was waiting to shoot me some tig it's not happening now um but your well second done, your second success however is something you're hearing something it immediately instills in you a point of panic. Oh, okay. Oh, High no. pitch oh, whistling no. sound. Oh no. Okay. Um, it sounds way too high-pitched to be something other than depressurization, and it causes your eyes to glance towards one of those beautiful windows that Martha used to be looking out of to see if she could spot your synthetic who is going to repair the ship. There are fractures in the glass. It's about a three and a half foot portal that looks out into space and you can see the glass looks like it has fractured in multiple spots and it's making a high-pitched squealing sound so cool amazing um have i come up behind martha or am i on the other side of the you're on the other side you're in the direction that martha was shooting you are guy you both of you are now cross-fired flanking them at this point okay and none of them know you are there because cool. they currently have no observation check to speak of. They're in a cloud of smoke from a grenade. Super cool. Uh, well, that was my, I can't take an action. You can't now, do anything was, else. Yeah, that You're, was the whole thing. So I'm that's just, your scene. Am I like in the hallway or am I like, I was hoping to be like around a corner, but I don't know if that's possible. With it's not really possible where you are, but okay. the good news is, is because you made such a success on your mobile, on your mobility check and your observation check, you are, you can tell to, to sort of waylay your fears, they do not see you right now. They are Sorry. in this cloud of okay. death. So you you do, if fire does open up, you can press yourself against the wall, but you're only going to get plus one cover. You're not going to have the plus two that Martha has. Amazing. Okay, cool. Just, okay. I wanted a visual. Perfect. Sure, yeah. Amazing. So that's TIG on eight. Um, then one of them goes on eight. Uh, that one is going to pick himself up off the ground. And at this point, you hear shouting in Russian. And somebody responds, and uh, he is going to throw. He unclasps something from his belt, and he's throwing something down the hall. Okay. All right. Four. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Hold up. Stress die, stress die. He got grenaded. His stress die gave him two additional successes. Um, Martha, you hear, when you, you focus for a second and through the ringing in your ears, you think you hear Russian down the corridor, which fills you with all sorts of implications of who you're fighting. And at about that moment, 
when you hear all of that, you hear kink, a clinking sound. And you see what looks like a flashbang roll right past you and stop about seven feet or so in front of you. And then it goes. And I'm going to roll some. Yeah, this is going to be rough because he he basically golfed that right in front of you. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. This is going to be rough on you, Martha. But, but I have confidence that you're going to pull through. I know you can do it. Um, all right, so the flashbang goes off. This is going to fall under... Um, this is going to fall under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so other hazards. Mm. Oh, that's that's where explosions was. Gotcha. Good to know. Okay. Uh, okay, so, oh, I see. So, okay, Martha, um, make me a stamina roll, if you would, please. Okay, I don't think. Don't I forget to add your stress die. Okay. Stamina, you say? Mm -hmm. Do we mind if I do a story point? Because I might die. <laughs> Please do it. All right, D-Man1701. Thank you. Okay. Thankfully, I got two successes. Two successes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's so three total? It... Or, yeah, two on, on top of the story point. Dang, that's amazing. Okay, so... Three, wow. Okay, so that's metal as hell because I rolled four successes. So for one whole round, you can do nothing, Martha. You are completely stunned. Right, okay. Um, That should have been four rounds. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, that, should have, that should have all but completely done you in because with a flashbang stunned for four rounds, they could have come down the corridor and coup de grace you if they needed to. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. however, the flashbang goes off and you're, uh, it's, it's pop, this great popping sound. The concussive force sends you back up against the door. Your ears were already ringing. That's actually what kind of saves you a little bit. The concussive force almost causes you to get back, but the, that flash cracking sound is actually a little muted from your own grenade. The pulse of the energy of the flashbang and the brilliant light, your whole world your head is buzzing right now. Like someone just clocked you across the jaw in the middle of a bar fight and you're struggling to stay conscious. You're rubbing your eyes. They're stinging the world of discomfort, but you start blinking it away because you know, you know if you don't, you're dead. You start doing all the tricks you learned in training. Some of your G-force training, like clenching up your muscles to get the blood flow back. You're just... Fighting through it, Martha, fighting through it. But you're you, for the next, you don't get to do anything for the next round as you're trying to shake off a flashbang that all but went off in front of your face. Um, 
And that's going to be their round. <laughs> Jeez. So that's going to be sense six. Um, I'm coming, Martha. I'm coming. Yeah. Nine. Nine is dead. Uh, and uh, oh, oh, oh. On her action, Lindsay runs to the weapons locker. And she is going to pull out the one weapon this ship has. An Aramat model 37A2 12 gauge pump action shotgun. And she pulls it out of the weapons locker and starts charging down the hallway. Um, she's going to load it next round with the shells that she has in her fist. Um, but she is running towards the danger. Um, all right. That's going to be her action. And that is actually going to bring us to the end of the round. So back to the top of the round again, Doc. You are hearing all of this happening in the corridor. Explosions popping sounds shouting you do hear russian being shouted down the corridor what would you like to do are you just holding down the fort i think is there is there a room or anything that's further away from all of this ruckus something a little more secure hearing an explosion i would like to go someplace that like i know pressurizes if, if like the rest of the ship blows up uh the medical bay technically is that room you okay. could you could but here here's something i will tell you is in this turn i'm rolling it for a panic check from fukushima because he is he is terrified he's currently oh. going ah, ah every time there's an explosion he goes what the fuck what the fuck you see oh. him he is not handling this all right in that case i'm gonna use my calming presence okay and I'm just going to pull them aside and go, right now, I sent two of my best to take care of us. And they're doing just that. So we got to honor that by doing the best that we can. Make your roll. All right, here we go. That's going to be... That's not a manipulation. That's uh, empathy and... Let me... I think it's manipulate, here. isn't it? I think it is. Because that's, I, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, or did it's a gnarly you... word, but that's what it's used for. I, think. I know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, manipulation I... is your skill that you're using. Empathy and manipulation. It has a negative connotation, but you're basically trying to pull him out of his yeah. emotional state and get him to calm down. Get your head in the game, boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh... Get it together, Kenneth. Uh, that is three successes. Three successes. Uh, you are going to completely pull him out of his panic roll for the round. He he takes a deep breath and he goes, right, right. What, what, yeah, shit, yeah. What I can I do? What can I do? Those, need you to get me those painkillers. Painkillers? I know where those it, are. Or any other sedative. That's what uh, we're going to use to protect ourselves. I'll get you all the sedatives. I'll get you all of them. He all rushes right. over to one of the cabinets and just pulls it open and starts pulling out gauze and just going through a bunch of supplies. They're all just falling onto the floor. And he goes, ah, I got him. I got him. He pulls it out. Ah, ah, I got him. All right. Now just give him here. Give him to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, he hands him I'll over just, to you. Now just watch me work. And then he's just going to go back. I'm going to watch. He's, he's, he's trying to hyper focus on what he can do because he's terrified for his three crew members yeah because you have no idea what's happening down there that's yes. one two three four 
four is next then four is the guy who was laying on the ground and was overwatched he is currently saturated in smoke caitlin tig is standing in front of him i'm gonna roll an observation check to see if he spots the ex-colonial marine combat medic standing right in front of him um he you are technically at short range but he is covered in darkness and smoke so i'm going to give him a huge penalty to this but he does get two stress die and one of them succeeds <laughs> stress die succeeds he looks up at and you see you can see tig the hesitation is the guy on the ground spots you and he brings a weapon up and he is going to open fire at you he is at a big penalty. See, short range is not going to be... Uh, short range is actually going to be easier, but he is also in darkness and smoke, so I'm going to give him a negative three to the shots. So two, four... Yeah. Uh, okay, so two. And he's also got the adrenaline of those stress dice coursing through him right now. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I forgot to subtract dice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go, Tig. Uh, I rolled one success, but pause because I rolled a face hugger on the panic die and he has two points of panic and he rolls a natural six, <laughs> which means, uh, which means his roll. First of all, it means he failed his panic check, which means he automatically goes into panic. He's fail. His roll fails automatically if you fail your panic check. So he is going to open fire and miss he also gets a negative two to all of his agility checks moving forward as he is trembling in terror tig holds completely still in the smoke and she doesn't know if he can see her line of sight or anything mm -hmm. but she just holds what she can assume is his gaze and she tries to she stands completely stock still while he opens like, fire on her yeah you can stand completely stock still he raises the gun and the burst fire goes off bullets spatter all across the hull all near you sparks flying everywhere you don't feel an entry wound you've been shot before tig you don't know if just a higher power was on your side no hit we got work to do no time for bullet wounds all right that's your action uh that's his action really now we're on five there's two going f but first we're going to go to isaac who has a knife all right isaac um Yes, key question. I had some stunts. We didn't really get to talk about whether or not I spent them. Uh -huh. um, how would you feel about grapple? Uh, to grapple the guy On in front the guy of you? I took the gun from, yeah. Yeah, I'll let you do that if you want to spend the stunt. All right, So we can. Then why don't we do this? Without having you roll, we'll say we start the, we start the round with him getting grappled. So um, he popped off a shot in, and... You took that and was just like, whatever. Um, the guy down below is still in the middle of the drift. You reach forward with the free hand that you've got. Um, well, actually, you've got a gun in one hand and the knife in the other. So, well, I climbed up. So is it like I, I mentally have stashed that knife? So in my mind, you climbed up, but it's zero G. So all you have to do is grab something True. and pull yourself Fair. up. If you want to say you stashed the knife, I'm down for that. I mean, if by contrast, if you want to do like a that kind of grapple with the knife in hand, that could could square the circle. Either either way, you want to do it. 
just, just as long as we keep track of where the knife is in the combat. That's mostly my That concern. seems extremely reasonable. Um, I think it is important to know. Um, also worth noting, he has one on him that we do not know him to have Actually, we can confirm he hadn't drawn. He had gun in one hand and signing in other hand. He just whipped around and tried to shoot you at point blank with a with a pistol. It wasn't my favorite. If uh, I'm being so you've honest. got the assault rifle in one of your hands, and you're going to try to basically reach forward and, and like headlock him. Um. Okay, so we're not starting in grapple. Um. Then I suppose yes. Okay, so we, we are starting in grapple if you're okay. spending that if you're spending that to do it, but I'm trying to map out in yes. my head with with a gun in one hand and a knife in the other, with a guy facing you who just shot at you, how is the grapple happening? Um because if you're grabbing the arm, you gotta let something go. If you're trying to grab him around the neck, then we can narratively say that you mm. leapt forward and basically bear hugged him. Yeah, what if I clothesline and then use the angular oh, you know momentum what? to wrap around him? I've got it. I've got yeah. it. Uh, the, you've got the gun, the strap is still around the back of his neck. That was, yeah, there you That's go. That's what you were Perfect. trying to do anyway. So yep, exactly. as you've yep. opened fire, you're still holding the gun, you jerk it towards you and like a rag doll, he just goes hurling towards you and collides and you wrap your arm around him. All right. Uh, are, are we floating? Are we you feet? You're not, you're, you're, I would say you're touching, but you are not on the ground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Y'all are just above the crates, but it's zero G combat. So right now, no Is stability, there no touching. Webbing the on the top of this crate. Yes. Then I'd like to hook my toes under. Okay. Easy enough. Don't have to make a mobility check. You just slide your foot right underneath one of the, the holes. Um I would like to pin this guy to the top of the crate. <laughs> All right. He, you slam him down onto the top of this crate. He still has the gun in his hand. He does. Mm -hmm. um, do these suits have tubes for the air? Uh, <laughs> with what is your heavy machinery rating? Three. Um, you would know by default that even though they might not these. The, when I call them tactical suits, they're designed so that they are camouflaged. So you, it's a little bit more difficult to spot the vulnerable spots of the EV suits. However, um, it's easy enough. Isaac, with your strength, it's entirely possible for you just to pull the damn helmet off if you wanted to. Oh, I would never. <laughs> but you don't see anything on the outside, no. It's likely that they're all internal. Oh, that's so much more unfortunate. Um, all right, then. Uh, I'm going to take another stab at the scruff maneuver, this time with more scruffing. I would like to take the knife and stab down through his armor and into the crate or okay. the webbing. Make the roll. All right. Um, any knife bonuses? I don't know. Um, Isaac doesn't knife, knife is one. very often. Oh, you mean you mean damage that you mean like is there a bonus to uh, hit to with hit, a knife? Yeah. No, there's no bonus to hit with a knife. It's just okay. oh, I'm sorry. And knives are damage too. Okay, so damage too if I hit, but no gear bonus. No uh, gear bonuses associated. here. Cool. But you you I'm gonna say he is pinned because of the grapple, so you can get a plus one to the roll. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's he is squirming, but it's zero g. Um, but three sixes. Okay, so you can activate three stunt or two stunts here. Okay. Um, so 
I'm just gonna. I'm gonna I have to roll for his armor real quick. Nope. Close combat to make sure that I have everything right. Uh, close combat stunts. You can dec- you can decrease damage from the attacker. Uh, oh, that's blocking. Um, oh, you know what? He's gonna try to block. <laughs> that's gonna be his action for the round. He won't be able to do anything in reply, but he is going to attempt to block this stab. Uh, he is gonna be at a penalty though because he is not exactly in the best of shape here. With- um, they can't perform any other action until they've tried to win the close combat check on the grapple. Is that? I believe blocking That's is the, an out the of combat stunt. They can't perform any. Oh, that, I guess that would make sense then, because in close con, it says uh, if you're blocking, and you can choose to block the attack to avoid being hit. Blocking is a fast action. You must declare you're going to block the other before the. Oh, never mind. Yeah, he can't block this. He didn't declare it, and it is a reactive action that breaks the normal initiative order in a round. But if he's grappled, he he can't really block this. I don't believe. Yeah. Um. If your opponent, as a stunt, grapple, so the opponent drops any weapon they were holding. Oh, that's useful. Oh, he drops the gun then. He is not holding the pistol. The opponent drops any weapon that they were holding and cannot move. The only action they can perform is attempt to break free, which is a slow action that succeeds. So he can't even block this. Uh, While you are grappling, the only action you can perform apart from releasing your opponent is a grapple attack, which works like a normal unarmed attack, but as a fast action and it cannot be blocked while you're grappling the only action you can perform is this um this is a normal unarmed attack but as a fast action cannot be blocked uh so uh yeah yeah no that's right no he's helpless (laughs) he cannot stop you from doing this uh you've got him grappled so uh yeah what are you going to use those stunts on you can do plus one damage you can swap initiative uh opponent drops the held he's already dropped his gun He's he dropped grappled. the gun, but I, I would like the knife. Oh, okay. Um, because I'm leaving mine stabbed through his uh, gear. Well, that'll be another roll then. This is to do damage. You're not going to be able to take the knife with the stab. So I have do, to do not. Um, none, none of this goal is to do damage. I'm just trying to like pin you know, the uniform. Pin shirt into top of like, crate. S- okay. So you're trying to slam the knife through the EV suit and pin it to the top of the crate. Yeah. You're, you're basically butterflying him, as you were saying before, to the top of the crate. Okay. Yeah. Then I am going to say... So I'm happy foregoing any and all damage to that effect. Okay. So then I will say, if you burn all of those stunts, mm-hmm. I'll let you... Pin, he's going to take damage, but I'll let you... I will let you... Uh, I will let you use the, the stunt bonus damage to pinning him permanently to the top of that crate. I will gladly take this. Thank okay, you. Okay. So then he is going to take two points of damage from the stab... Um, you do feel the knife makes contact with flesh underneath as it penetrates. He is still alive. But Isaac, as you pin him, there is this metal thunk that you can feel the vibration as metal. That knife, with a force that no human could match, slams through steel as you jam the knife down through his sleeve and into the top of the crate. Um, the gun that he was holding goes just flipping off into the darkness. Uh, he makes a noise that you can almost here through his helmet as he reaches over and grabs at his arm you can see little droplets of blood emerge into the zero g space but you also see the decompression start to whiff up out of from the stabbed ev suit uh he is pinned the only weapon he has on him now is the knife that is still located on his leg but that's going to be your action so he doesn't take the knife out the decompression will be slow 
It'll only leak really bad if he takes it out. Okay, his friend is going to try to make a mobility check at a negative two because he is effed from his last failed mobility check. He is at two panic at this point. Uh, let's see, that's going to be... <laughs> this is not going well for him. He rolls a five, four, three, one, and four. He is hovering <laughs> in the middle of the air. Um, because he failed, he actually starts to sort of spin a little bit and he loses line of sight on you because he cannot aim back over his shoulder. But you can see this poor bastard is reaching as best he can he you see him isaac it looks like it becomes a clear to him what his peril is and he puts his gun he holsters his gun and he starts going for something else on his belt um but that is going to be and he pulls whatever it is out but you cannot see what it is that's going to be his action so that was five that was six seven we're back to eight that's going to be martha tig and one of them uh, Martha, you're me then, right? Cause yeah, because Martha is buzzing this round. You sh you're shaking it off, Martha. Uh, Tig, what are you doing? I'm gonna open fire. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and open fire at the guy. You are shooting into the dark, and the mm -hmm. guy is technically prone. He's on his belly. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's gonna be at a plus two. So it'll be a minus two die difficulty. Okay. And I'm in, cl how, how close or, am I? Minus three, sorry. Minus three die. Okay. Uh, you're in, right now you're in short range. You got right up on these guys. Okay. Okay. Do you have full auto fire on that thing? None of y'all have used auto fire yet, I've noticed. I don't know because this isn't the one that came in that character sheet. This is I'm 90% I'm 90% sure that that has full auto fire. We're gonna do it, I think. We're I know gonna do big it. Stress, but we're gonna do it. My friend. It does. You're hell. gonna you're gonna gain a point of stress. I am pre or right. post fire. Uh, it's when you do it, so you gain a point of stress immediately. Yeah. Okay, so you when immediately I gain Amazing. a point of stress when you do Perfect. auto fire. So, um, just looking at this, uh, ranged fire. You open up. You squeeze that trigger. You don't even care. You just know that there are multiple hostiles. You know that Martha's in trouble. You saw the flashbang go down the mm -hmm. corridor, and it went off. Um, and I'm hoping that she's... I, well, I mean, I've worked with her enough. I know she's smart enough to be taking cover. People are firing at her, so I'm just... Yep, she I'm is. Okay. Uh, I mean, if anybody... Yeah. If, exactly. if, I'm saying she doesn't... Tig doesn't know, so she's just hoping that, right. that Martha is... is doing what is what she's supposed to be doing and, and Martha's out. gonna Martha okay here we go okay and then I'm so sorry is this a plus one does it do I get anything from the rifle uh the uh, the colonial the the pulse rifle yeah the, the pulse rifle gives you a plus one plus one and okay, you are and at short range, so you don't have a penalty for that, but you do have a penalty for him being prone, and you do yes. have a penalty for the darkness. So it's going to be a total of minus three dice. Minus However, three dice. Okay. However, full autofire auto gives you a plus two bonus modification to the roll as you just unload. So minus um, one. So, so minus one total. Okay. Your stress level immediately goes up by one, and that is added to the stress pool. Fantastic. But if you hit, you can distribute any number of successes you roll behind uh, above the first to any secondary targets within short range of the primary target. So you basically multi-attack everybody in, in front of you. I'm coming, Martha. It's a big pool. Did you roll a facehugger? No. Nuts. I rolled 
One success. Only one success. Only one success. You're only going to hit him. That's okay. Uh, okay, so that's going to be, if I remember correctly, that's two damage total. So let me roll for his armor rating, of which I roll a nat one. Um, the gunfire goes off, and you squeeze the trigger and just let... One thing you've learned about these UPP-made machine guns, they do not spend time working on how accurate they are. The pulse rifle that you're used to firing in your days in the Marines and the one that Martha uses, and the one that they are using is indeed an accurate weapon. This futuristic AK-47 that you're using, it erupts in your hands and sprays everywhere in front of you. Uh, Bullets just bounce ricochet and spark all over the corridor. The guy that was laying on his stomach shooting at you, his head drops face first into the deck plate and he does not rise. He is done. Well, I got the heat off Martha for a second. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, the only thing glowing in the corridor right now is the superheated barrel of the gun that you just fired and the flare that started. Yeah, the flare. flare, But the flare is only going to last a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's your action. That's my action. Uh, More gunfire. That snaps you out of it, Martha. You're going to hear that at the end of the round. So that's eight. Now we're on nine. Nine is dead. That's, uh, oh, 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 Lindsay. I have to roll... I have to roll for Lindsay. Lindsay, she let's is, go. Let's Lindsay go, is Lindsay. running into combat as fast as she can. She she is going up against these trained people. Coming up behind me. She sees where I'm firing. Follow suit, bud. Come She's on. She's making you got a mobility this. check. Um, oh, she rolled a fucking face hugger on her panic die. No. Um, all right, so but she rolled two successes. So let's see if she keeps it together. She rolls a nat six. So she is freaking out. She's, she's gonna get so hard. She's okay, gonna Lindsay. so her she's gonna immediately gain another point of stress. Um yeah, she is not a combatant. No. She immediately gains another point of stress. Um and that's it. So she's not gonna be in combat this round, okay, but she's okay. trying to get there. That's okay, she's it. panicking, we'll keep her safe. In what will likely be the last round of combat, considering how things are going right now. Um, we start back at the top, Doc. Um at this point, the doctor who is hearing all of this go on, he he leans up and he goes, "Where's Lindsay? Wait, where's I, Lindsay?" I I do believe Lindsay joined my acquaintance. No, 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 no. And he starts getting up. All right, so I I I understand. Listen. There are an awful lot of people that I care about out there doing a lot of awfully dangerous things, and I know the instinct to run over there and to handle it yourself. But I have experience in trusting them to survive. They haven't let me down yet. Lindsay's gonna be okay as long as she's around Martha and Tig, I promise. You wanna try? You wanna try and calm him? Go ahead. Yeah, let's do it. This is... If you at home ever find yourselves playing the Alien RPG, whether it is a Colonial Marines campaign or a trucker campaign, whatever you do, always have someone in your party who can get rid of stress. It is a game changer. Uh, that's two successes. Okay. You see, he, he is starting to panic for Lindsay. You can see the desperate worry on his face. He almost forgets that he has a dangerous wound. 
and he starts pulling himself out of his bed. Instead of restraining him, though, Doc, Albright, you just put your hand on his chest and talk calmly to him, and you reach the doctor side in him as he realizes what you're doing, and you see his facial expression change for a second like he's just realizing he was being irrational. And he goes, right, 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 of course, yes. Of course, I think yes. the last thing the doc is going to say to yes. him, and, like, honestly, doc is tearing up talking to him. He's like, I'd rather be out there helping them, too. Yeah, you kind of have to point. trust fall. There's violence and death happening out the quarter. You have no idea who's getting shot right now. As far as you know, none yeah, of your did. crew come back. You have no yeah. idea what's happening, Doc. He's he's it's he's hurting, but he's gonna maintain. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a point of stress. Honestly, I would have argued for one. Yeah, he's because it sounds like it sounds like you were arguing for one. <laughs> I mean, and I, I think it's a solid RP choice. It's an XP, so. I mean, his his son was a colonial marine, that right. So this is like because Tig has kind of become like oh yo, so yeah, he's it's not payback. Okay you're finally in, you're finally starting to understand what everyone went to when Stucky decided to stay behind. So burn. All right. So, <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> All right, so that's going to bring it into your action. Uh, that's one, two, three. Nope, four is dead. Five, that's going to bring us to the guy who threw the flashbang down the corridor um, who has heard the gunfire on the other side. However, that's not happening first. Isaac, this guy is effectively out of combat. On his round, he might go for that knife, but you've got initiative. I don't plan to be here at that point. Okay. Um, I one more environmental question. Yeah. We never narrated and and for a while I didn't assume but I want to check. Mhm. Am I still attached to the umbilical? Oh, no. You would have had to detach okay. from that the moment you came into the Okay. I wasn't sure how much of a lo- uh, length there is if it's like a central yeah, yeah, line yeah. and totally you on the side of the ship. Yeah, yeah, totally valid. No, it was just okay. for the outside of the ship. So you had you would have had to have unlatched from that. Fair enough. Uh did I see what's across the wall? Across the wall? Um, uh, on the other side of the room. Crate's over here. What What crate's do I see there. on like a... Crate's over there. All right. Then we'll and, be going and... into a crate. All right. Um, so I would like to push back off the webbing toward my near wall to... You know, flying body tackle this guy? Yeah. Swimmer push off feeling. the wall into yeah. him into um, wall this is simple geometry that's an easy move to short range i tell you what instead of rolling for close combat or anything like that it is a mobility check to aim and fire yourself at this guy <sighs> all right instead of the one i'm good at give me the other one i see <laughs> yep. how it is yep yep um you're playing angry birds with isaac <laughs> androids don't get angry sure they don't we get even that and more that and more um all right so go ahead and make your roll i would like a story point okay getting another story point greeks thank you so much for our samapult all right so go ahead and i'm so glad i got a story point y'all okay so he doesn't see it coming until you're on top of him because he was in the middle of spinning. Sam, you see him pulling out what looks like some kind of grappler. 
or maybe some kind of a, it's probably something that they actually use to get on board the ship you suspect but it looks like it's designed to attach and pull he starts pulling it from his belt and he spins back around and sees a the android just flying right at his face you collide with him and the two of you go drifting across the room and bump into the wall um so that's your mobility check you still have an action because that was technically just your move to put you in engaged range i want that grapple gun okay so make your close combat check he can try and stop you yes he, he can. can try what's your strength again eight eight just so everybody knows who's watching in Alien, the human maximum is five. Five is very impressive for humans. The human maximum is five. What'd you get? Will four do it? We're about to find out. He is he does have close combat training, but you are a roughneck synthetic two four um in truth he actually has the human maximum for strength but oh no wait he's got panic dice he does he has three panic dice he's got an impressive pull because of panic he rolls three successes and a face hugger oh boy which brings his panic level up to four Oh my goodness. Is that goodness. a big number for humans? Uh, it's a big number. He's going to roll a d6 and add four to it. Oh, that's distressing. Um, his cortisol levels might not be great right uh, now. His, oh God, his stress level increased again. He is starting to absolutely unwa unravel at this point. So his stress, he is rolling. There's no way he doesn't panic next turn. He is rolling an enormous amount of stress dice. He's becoming increasingly desperate and dangerous. So you're going to have to do something about this because his dice pool has gotten really big. But uh, he is unable to stop you. As you grab hold of him, he there is not he does not have the strength to, to, to resist. As you grab hold of him, uh, Isaac, he shuffles and you can hear him going, mm, 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 as he, you can feel his hand doing this, probing your back for the knife and not finding it. Um, you can, he's industrious if nothing else uh but that's going to be your action just so i declare them i'm uh -huh. taking the weapon um i'm grappling okay. and i would love to say i knock to the ground we're at the wall okay so everything is the ground i'll meet you halfway because okay. grappling him does not cause you to grab the weapon it causes him to drop it you're in zero g you hit the wall so the weapon is still going to be within reach to grab next turn it's just gently floating right next to you oh our stunts net on grapple oh th that's right because i'm doing got, a, i got stunts. four that's right. total so i got three stunts so i was going knock to the ground grapple and disarm uh i'll take the dis yeah i don't have any problem with that if this was a, if this was a lethal combat situation, but mostly it's to acquire a, a utility, so uh, yeah, I'll let you spend. I'll let you. I'm down with you spending a, a, especially when you stunt that hard. If you want to stunt that hard, then you can use it to grab the <laughs> grapple gun out of his hand. Thank so you. he is against the wall. That's okay. going to end it for the combat. In the, that's probably going to end it for the cargo combat. Um, let's see. So that was on a six. Now we're at. Uh, that was five. Wait, who else was on a five? Oh, this dude in the hallway who threw a grenade at Lisa. 
Um, he is now aware. He shouts something, and he is going to turn around and open fire. All right, so two panic dice. Despite his combat training, things are getting really just completely spiraling out of control. I'm so, hoping and praying for the dark and the, the smoke here. Gonna I'm going to give you, let's see, two close combat. Uh, okay, no, no. So three and then agility. Okay, and then a stress dice. Darkness, I give you a die of cover. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Wait, hold on. He has a talent that's not nice. Oh, that's if he scores a critical hit on you. Let's hope he doesn't. He rolls two successes. Holy shit. Um, You have one point of armor if you would... uh, Oops, hold on. I need to roll one more die. Okay. Um, You have one point of armor. Roll that point of armor if you would please, Tig. Okay. That's a three. A three. You're going to take this. So... um, Ooh, that's three points of damage. Okay. So. <laughs> What's your health? Three. You're going to get crit. However. However. What does that put into, like, the statuses if I go, if I drop to zero? If you drop to zero. So, um, as long as you have health, you're fine. If you lose, if you hit zero, then... What happens next is I roll in the critical hit table to find out what your status is. Okay. So now I'm going to roll on the critical injuries table. Okay. Now, as I roll, the critical injuries table is awful mm-hmm. um, because there is no limit to what awfulness can happen to you. Uh, you could have a fully healthy character that gets one shot. It's entirely mm-hmm. possible. We saw it happen once in Forbidden Lands. It's very rare, but it's shocking when it does. So I'm going to roll 2d6. You want lower, so I'm going to... Oh, but wait, he crit you, and he has the killer talent. Mm -hmm. You know where to strike and make your enemy fall and not get up. Even Mm -hmm. uh, when your enemy sustains a critical injury, you can switch which digit in the the 66 roll. All right, so I'm rolling the first die. I roll a four. The second one is a five. I'm switching it to a 54. Um, uh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Take the left side of your body explodes into agony. And your arm to your left goes completely limp and hangs loose from your body. Um, you feel the numbness spreading through you and you glance down for a second. Um, this is... Uh, okay, so what's the negative one mean? Oh, okay. One sec. Oh, Jesus. Uh, love, love, love to hear that. <laughs> take, you look down to your left, and your your arm has been shot clean through the elbow. Uh, the the injury immediately, your brain, the surrealist moment as you look down. Um, it is technically on the critical hit table. It is technically a severed arm. Okay. Um, 
and a permanent injury. It is a lethal injury. You have about, uh, you have one shift to get this taken care of before it becomes fatal. Does this consider me broken? Yes. Tig gets knocked down. I think this, this, I think just the, the shot of that knocks her basically down to her knees. Uh, she now has the rifle in one hand. And she immediately puts both of her feet back on the ground and stands back up. I have okay. second wind. When you are broken, you can get back on your feet immediately without anyone giving you first aid. Roll for stamina. For every six you roll, you gain one health back, and you can keep fighting a little while longer. This is a good spot to spend a story point. Uh-huh. But we'd like uh, to take a story point. Leo Ambermain, you just pulled Tig back up off the deck. Go ahead and make that roll, Tig. Okay, stamina. Do I get a point of panic for my arm getting shot off? Um, you're going to have to make a panic roll, yes. But let's do this do, first. Do I add a panic die, though, to this pool? Um, yeah, go ahead and add. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Here we go, you guys. <sighs> no panic. But no successes. Okay, so one point of health, mm -hmm. which prevents you from having to worry about making death rolls. Yep. But you pull yourself up off. Take the arm. You can deal with it later. You pull yourself off of the deck and raise back up, and you're she, holding it just in on one her, hand. She, she hit on her hip. She has the, the rifle balanced. Okay. Um, Tig, let's see, five, six, seven. One of the other guys is going to go now. That guy's taken care of. Um, one of the other guys is going to go. He is going to... Actually, he makes a mobility check and moves down the hall towards Martha, thinking that Martha's been flashbanged. So he is going to make a check here. Um, he succeeds. He gets down to the corridor. Martha, as you start... <laughs> shaking it off you begin to feel the presence of something coming up around the corner and you glance at the same moment and you can see just briefly your heart jumping into your throat as you see somebody edging down the corridor with the gun in the, the position ready to do like a breaching maneuver and is scoping it out you kind of peek out he probably thinks he's going to find somebody unconscious on the ground to shoot so that's going to be his whole action is spent moving down the corridor and preparing um, that's going to be him. That's on eight. Uh, it is now your turn, Tig. Full auto. Open fire. Down the hallway. Okay. You get a Full plus two. chested scream. <laughs> All right. And that adds a point of panic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it does. It adds another point of panic. And uh, the difficulty for this, though, is only going to be minus one because this guy is silhouetted by the burning flare that's still laying on the ground. You can see his outline in the smoke. This is not the guy that was on his belly. Mm -hmm. uh, short, no penalty for short range. So it's only a minus one to this roll. Okay. And, I and get you get a plus, plus one. Or yeah, no, right. no, no, no bonuses from the rifle. All right. But you get a plus two for going full auto. Full auto. Yeah. Okay. Minus one. Okay. Yeah, just full 
full scream, entire like all of her guts out of her out of her mouth. One, two, three, four, and every single one of them is on a panic die. <laughs> all sixes are on a panic die. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna roll and one, his. And then one, all of my okay, all of my panic die. Six, 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 one, five panic dice, and, and I got and a one on a panic die. And you get a one on a panic die. Mm-hmm. So I have to okay. roll for panic. But... You have to roll for panic, and when you roll, when you do full auto and you roll a one on the panic die, you immediately empty the clip. Fuck yeah. So you're completely yeah. out of ammo. Yeah. Um. All right. So roll that d6 in the panic die. Okay. So here. Okay. And you do have that talent keeping it cool. I, I say, go ahead and make your I roll. Do. Okay. So how many panic dice were you rolling for? Five. Five. So okay. So you're rolling a d6 plus five. Plus three. Plus because minus two. Okay, so plus three. Go ahead and roll. That's a three. So for a total of six? It's a total of six. You fucking... Because <laughs> if you had panicked, the roll would have auto-failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you literally needed a mm-hmm. six or less. This is what she's fucking built for. You pull yourself up off the ground and just go, ah! you squeeze the trigger and open fire and you don't even watch where you're aiming. The gun thunders down the hall, which is enough to distract the dude who is think, trying to sneak up on Martha. You absolutely lay him out. I rolled his, You. how much damage is that total? Four sixes. Four, five, six, yeah. He has five health and I rolled zero on his on his soak. Um, he is flung back off of his feet and disappears into the darkness as the as you lay him out. And then Tig is standing there, bleeding out a little bit. Lindsay gets up next holding, to you. Holding the trigger down with an empty clip in silence. Um, I think just like shaking. You, you think you can hear somebody far, far away going, Tig, Tig. You're pretty sure it's Gemma. You can hear her calling out to you. You can hear the gunfire from the UPP soldiers all around you. Hey, snap out of it. You can hear her. Hey, and Lindsay is in your face. Hey, hey, we've got to get you back to the med bay. Your arm, my God, your arm. You're pretty sure, you're pretty sure your EV suit is what's keeping your arm intact right now. As you glance down at it, first assessment, medical, just looking at it. And then your world goes dark. I think she says, I think she just says, I have to get back to my patient. And she... Blood loss, stress, the whole bit. You fall into the blissful, blessed sleep of blacking the fuck out, Tig. We are actually going to pause there. And we come back for the final episode next week. It is a wrap-up of this round of what's going on. Martha, you are next in the initiative order. My goodness. All right. Before we go, if you guys are good with it, let's do some XP real quick. That's just, that's just one thing. Uh, 
how, how are we gonna get everybody back to the ships? I feel like we're at a deficit for EV suits. One, Hopefully there's extras on this ship. One impossible task at a time. Oh, no. <laughs> I only stabbed one of their EV suits. It's true. You could use the other. Sam's not wrong. Did you say it was on 35? 36. All right, everybody. Yeah. So, first of all, if y'all don't mind, check in. How's everybody doing? We good? It was a pretty intense session. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. okay. I'm, I'm okay. okay. Everyone, everyone did great. Um, I, and I just want to, I just want to, I want to pause for a sec and just tip my hat to Sam because 2v1 and still decided to go non-lethal. Oh my gosh. Odds completely stacked against you and nicely done. All right. So did you participate in the session? Gain one XP. Did you risk? Everybody risked today. Gain one XP. Did you risk your life for another every yes gain one xp i think caitlin would have pretty much wrapped that up for everybody too did you challenge or stand up to a rival pc that didn't happen uh did you make a panic roll everybody gets an xp because there were panic rolls um for those of you watching at home the alien rpg asks did you make a panic roll and it's usually awarded to the player I find that robs anybody who's playing a synthetic of the possibility of getting an XP. And if it's good RP happening, it should be allowed. So if one person made a panic roll, everyone gets the XP. Did you overcome a dangerous event using violent or nonviolent means? Gee, um, yeah. Uh, did you make a significant discovery or revelation? Not, well, no, Isaac did. Yeah, Isaac did. Isaac was the one that kind of uncovered the WTF-ness of the entire situation. Um, did you perform an extraordinary action of some kind? I mean, the cinematic picking yourself up off the deck and screaming with full auto fire to gun down the guy who was trying to kill all of you. That alone, never mind the hand-to-hand -hand combat, taking a knife to the back or the talking the guy down in the med bay or the fucking grenade in the corridor, which completely ruined my plans and absolutely <laughs> demolished the entire strike team. Um, oh god! Uh, the only thing you do, you guys don't get XP for is you didn't earn any money. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that's one, uh, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven XP for this session, y'all. Wow! Violence do... pays. <laughs> do feel free to spin that for the next final session of the season. That's um, two more things: talent or skills. Yeah. Well, sorry. Well, I, we should have all the same amount, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ten total. Um, that's gonna wrap us up here for Beacon. Uh, a very calming game tonight. Uh, very chill. Everybody <laughs> very did great. Relaxing. Uh, I was vibing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take care of yourselves, folks. That was Everyone, as 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 viewers too. Take care of yourselves. Definitely take care of yourselves. It's a lot. It's a heavy, heavy session. It was. Uh, yeah um but you guys did great i i was really i was really worried i was really worried about this session and i was like because as sam knows who's played a bunch of free league games with me when combat breaks out in these in the mutant year zero system things get ugly fast and i gotta say y'all did great um thank you so much for joining us tonight we will catch you back next monday night for the final episode of this season of beacon and don't forget to stay tuned for the upcoming show clear skies and in that spirit, until then. And oh, yes. It, and tomorrow. And tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. On, yes. Yeah. Tomorrow. The most 
most of the cast of Clear Skies Perseverance will do a stream with Mike Fatum on uh, his weekly show 10 Forward. Surprise, surprise. Uh, that'll be at Cryptic Studios Twitch. Um, I believe the show starts at 4.30 and we'll, we'll be popping up at some point during the show. So check that out. Check it out. p.m. Pacific. Um, one last thing before I let you all go. Jake is recovering from having a wisdom tooth removed and he still TD'd oh. our show tonight. Oh, Jake. Thank Just you, Jake. Boss. You absolute monster, you. Um, <laughs> we love you. And uh, thank yeah. you so much. We'll see you guys next week. And in the spirit of the upcoming show, Clear Skies, Hailing frequencies closed. <laughs>